Hey, this is Hulk, and this is what happened last time. We got to Briam, found that Turnpike Legionnaires had come from Princeholm to help police the city. We went to the docks, or what was left of them after night's day. Merc made a purchase. We found Lucan's friend, Amit. He told us about all the troubles in Briam since we passed through. I lost a little money playing cards. Yeah, it's forgettable. Later, at the inn on the fancy part of town, a bard was singing a song about night's day. And about us. Sort of. That night we went to see a series of fights in the Pishom encampment west of town. Merc joined in. He held his own, but eventually lost to the local Pishom champion. I think he threw the fight, but I didn't actually see it. I was busy freeing one of the Pishom prisoners, a high orc tribesman from the west. On the way back to town, I ran into Burke, the turnpike legionnaire from back home. I gave him a little money for his brother as well as some coin to take back to my brother. The next day, we headed out of town. After several days of travel, we ran across the ruined tower of Venifer that we fought on the way down. Relop said he could see a door where there wasn't one, so I pushed him through. Xenophia, sitting at the camp, mm-hmm. fire's crackling, you got it going really nicely. The sky is kind of orange as the sun starts to disappear on the horizon. And you get a message in your head. It's your brother Tharable's voice. He says, Card's wound won't heal. Discussing replacement. Duet leads the Order of Light. Send word to mother and father when you will reach Prince Holm. She has like a journal that she's been writing letters in. And she's kind of like mid-writing and hears that voice and stops and is listening to it. Cause of wound. Is he unconscious? Who's in line to replace him? Where will he be afterwards? Something like that. She'll kind of respond that way. And see if he sends again. But she's stopping what she's doing and she's like looking forward into the darkness, listening for another response. He replies with same wound from night's day. He's awake. Unknown. At this time. So I'll respond. Five days out from Prince home, I will speak with our parents. That'll be it. Okay. You hear some shuffling behind the wagon. She'll kind of put her book down, close it, stand up. Where's my weapon at? I'd imagine. Everything I saw on me? Okay. Yeah. I'd make sure it didn't have it away from me. (laughs) Yeah. I would have. Yeah. I wouldn't imagine you'd get rid of it. Okay. Horses are kind of making some noise too. Okay. And somebody walks around the side. She has her hand on her weapon behind her shoulder. Kind of a big, straggly-looking man. Okay. Dark beard. It's kind of overgrown. Kind of rises high in his face, like it's unkept. And then you realize there's movement on the other side of the of the wagon. These two guys come up. And where's the other one? It's the other one's coming from the other side of the wagon. Yeah. Okay. So they're flanking this wagon. Okay. Do I recognize them? Mm-mm. What are they, they wearing? You can you can smell them from here too, right? Like they're they're just unkept, you know, travelers apparently. What you got in the wagon? Supplies to Prince Home. What do you want? She still got her hand on her weapon behind her. They're probably ten feet still in front of you, but they kind of come up enough on the sides of the wagon so that they can see each other. Sure. And they kind of look at each other, and one of them kind of pulls out he pulled a dagger out from 
under his cloak and he lifts up at the canvas and he's kind of poking, looking inside the the wagon a little bit. I don't believe you're the city guard. So she's going to, she'll pull the sword at this point. Okay. I'll have the weapon out. I recommend stepping away from the cart, please. Guy on your left kind of looks over towards the kind of the cops of trees where the, yeah. where the other guys are. What you doing out here all by yourself? Oh, I'm not by myself, but I'm perfectly fine where I am. What are you doing out here by yourselves? Well, I mean, we got each other, right? Big smile, and he's missing a couple of teeth. It is nice to have friends, isn't it? One of them kind of takes a couple steps your direction. She'll slowly back. She's kind of keeping herself away from them a little bit, and then she's eventually going to start circling around the fire. Right. So that the fire's between yep. them and That's her. Probably, yep, that would work out really well from where you are. Mm-hmm. So she's going to look just carefully step back, and she just has her sword in her hand, and it's downward right now. She just has it at the ready. That one kind of stands a little closer to you, and the other one starts kind of, again, he's looking into the wagon. He's, he starts looking a little closer. I'm going to give you one more chance to stop looking in our cart, please. Roll initiative. All right. 14. Where are you at, Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> Pushing Relop through a door. Don't worry, Relop. <laughs> Relop will come save us. <laughs> It'd be really nice if brother was around to save you. Oh, <laughs> he'll be here shortly. He'll be here at the dramatically appropriate moment. <laughs> or he comes fire upon wood. her next to a bunch of burning husks, and just oh, like, what happened? Uh, oh, I, firewood! I found extra. I'll firewood. make sure I won't help then. Yeah, just to prove <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> See, Zan got killed. Are you happy now? <laughs> this is why we don't split parties. <laughs> So the one that the fire kind of lunges at you, he sure. starts starts trying to come around the fire. The yep. the uh, the other one kind of realizes what he's doing, and he starts to go to the other side. So they're 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 circling going around. to try to get, going to try to circle around. Sure. So he's going to be able to get close enough to at least take a swing at you. He's got he basically pulls a, a short sword. Sure. Warding flare disadvantage. Flashbang him in the eyes. Uh, there's no save or anything, right? That just nope. does just that. happens. Okay. And I'm a 17 because I don't have my shield out at the moment. Okay. He I, I rolled a 17 and a 20. Okay. So, um, <laughs> well, that one won't, won't be a crit, at least. At least I'm crit. happy with that. So he comes around and just, and he almost like steps through the fire, you know, sparks sort of shooting up. Yeah. And he catches you for eight points of damage. <laughs> he takes another swing with, he, so you realize he's kind of got a dagger in the other yeah. hand. That one misses, though. So he kind okay. of catches you, and then the other one comes through. The other guy comes around, and he's starting to try to get behind you. He does not actually get to attack at this point, but you're getting a little nervous as he... Okay. Is he engaging me behind now? Not, no, he's... Uh, but he definitely... His next turn... Because he, he had to go a little further around the fire from got where it. he was because he was at the wagon. But he's... Like, next turn, it'll definitely be trouble with these two surrounding you. It is your turn. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and do... My Radiance of the Dawn, that uh, Channel Divinity Radiant Nuke. Okay. Check that off. So they need to make constitution saving throws. All right. What do they take? Uh, a bunch of damage. 20 points of radiant damage, half if they saved. They did not save. <laughs> okay. All right. Both of them... Sh- Plus, it's know, really sh- bright. <laughs> <laughs> both of them shriek and sort of back off. They, you, It's hard to tell the difference between them. They're both dark-haired yeah. and just scruffy. And then um, she's going to dive across the fire. Okay. On the other side of it, just try to like get out of the way of being in the middle of both of them. Okay. Fire, and then on the other end of it, she'll fine. pull the shield. So okay. she'll finally have the shield out. All right. So you are, you know, getting a little bit nervous at this point because mm-hmm. they're definitely, definitely converging on you. And as you are, they, you know, kind of turn around and start moving back. The guy that actually was near the wagon has a better chance of getting to yeah. you on their turn. They, they're, they're both sort of lining up as they go approach you. 
and suddenly more light comes from your side and lightning comes bursting through <laughs> as a javelin hits the oh, on sure. the far side and Lucan joins the fray. Way to tell him what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I happen to talk to him a little bit. Oh, ahead good. Of oh, good. Just for, 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 your your alpha for drama's sake. <laughs> what is your alpha strike? <laughs> All right, so that means so he basically got off a throw with his with uh, with Tempest, and now we're back to them. Okay. So they both they both take some some damage. Though. Let me make sure I calculate for that. They definitely did not like what just happened. <laughs> Between the radiance and the electrical damage, pretty rough for two bandits. <laughs> and they lined themselves up real nice for it too. I wasn't lying when I said I had friends. All right, so each of the, basically each of them is going to swing. So one or one or one of them is. I'm sorry, each each of you is going to get a swing. Okay, I'll disadvantage right. mine. Okay, I'm actually up. In yeah, like so basically, now. yeah, so basically, okay. you you would have closed the gap. At, you threw the javelin on a run, and then you closed the gap. Okay. Does that disadvantage mm-hmm. work on both attacks? Uh, just or is one. it just, just the first one. one? Okay, so the. First one was his was his big weapon, so that that actually works out. Or you know his. his I would sword. do it on the bigger weapon versus the dagger. Yeah, because so I know the dagger would do less damage. Dagger ends up with uh, uh, three points of damage. He just he catches you a little on bit. on a nineteen. The, yes. Okay. Yeah, his on the second roll. Three damage. Yeah. Okay. How many hit points do you have total? Just I care. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah. Another okay. twenty-six. Other guy swings at the brother. <laughs> his name's Lucan. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just the brother. I'm here to rescue you. All right. <laughs> that guy hit, hits the shield of this nice. paladin that comes streaking in and doesn't get past your armor class. And Xan, it's your turn. Uh, she will attack the ones on her. Okay. Um, they're both looking really rough, right? Uh, she's going to do try to do non-lethal damage, so she's just going to pommel strike them in the head. Okay. Ooh. 25. Totally hits. Nine points of non-lethal. Just smashes him in the face. Yep, kind of busts his nose, but he's and he kind of staggers back. He's still standing. Okay, and, and she'll yell, "Give up now!" Okay, to the both of them. See if they're willing to run off. Sure. Um, Lucan, you get to go before they'd be able to react either way. All right, the one that sorry is the one that you just hit down or no? No. Okay. And the one he, there's one in front of you. Yep. Okay. He gives you, out a huge you, yell. You could probably sort of step to put them between you at this point. I don't know that with the fire, I don't know that you'd be able to get side okay. by side with her. I'll try to but pos- you could basically yeah. engage both guys. At this I'll try to position myself to engage both and get closer to Zan, mm-hmm. and then he just gives out a big old yell, and he's going to take a swing. <sighs> he doesn't want to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants um, to. I mean, his sword is glowing. I rolled a, um, an 11 for the first attack. I do have two attacks. Yeah, that, so first, is, first attack misses. Takes a second swing. There we go. That is a 23. Totally hits. He's got a Divine Smite. And this is on the um, the, the one whichever that one you've been on. Closest. Yeah. 19 points of damage. Oh, yeah. So that guy. <laughs> huge, big old angry yell coming from Luke. Right. How do you want that to look? Are you running him through? Or are you cutting him in half? Or? Cutting him in half. <laughs> cutting him in half. All right. Catches him kind of up underneath the shoulder blade and just digs digs in. Doesn't actually quite go all the way through him, but man, this guy's just going to be a mess as he goes down. By the way, your your soul sword just took, just took a tally. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, the body just sort of flaps back. And lands in sort of a really unnatural way, you know, like the spine yeah. doesn't doesn't isn't connected <laughs> properly, and just you know the other guy looks down at it in you know in complete fear, and he 
he tries to disengage and he's mm-hmm. trying to get get away. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Zan, you'd be the first one to try to do anything about it, or are you gonna let him go? She'll let him go. Ooh, you give me, so is it my turn? <laughs> um, are we going back to me? Uh, yeah, it is your turn. She'll you're, put her you're gonna stop you if she has to. Uh, Lucan's pissed, starts yelling. He starts chasing him. She'll try to grab you and stop you. Say, don't. Okay, you gonna let her stop you? Are you listening to her? No. He's gonna. He's gonna go after him. He's gonna break through the arm. Stop. Okay. Take a swing. All right. Gives out a big old yell. Um, you know, with, a, with advantage because he's he's not with even. Advantage. He's oh, not even looking at you. Like you're, you're attacking him from behind. Twenty to hit. Not a okay. natural twenty. Uh, he's gonna divine smite. Oh my god. You're gonna divine smite this guy too. Oh my god. Yeah, Nineteen damage. <laughs> All right, so this guy tries to tries to run, and Lucan gets another tally on his sword. That one might be worth two. I don't know. Yeah. I'm the jerk. I know, right? <laughs> All right, so standing there, bloody messes laying there, crackle of the fire. Horses are kind of stomping a little bit at the commotion. Lucan's chest is going up and down, big time. She's gonna go over and try to ease the horses a little bit so they don't take off. Okay. He starts walking over to Zan, and he says, "I'm sorry, I was not here." Well, apparently you were here in time. That was a little over the top, wasn't it? Just gonna kind of let goes past. Yeah, let let me heal you up. And he does lay on hands. I can do it myself. And she'll do it herself. Okay. So she'll cast cure wounds on herself. You sure you're okay? I'm fine. She's just healing. He starts to look around. I want to roll a perception test. See if I see anyone else in the bushes or anything. Okay. Um, I rolled a nine. You do not see anybody else nearby. There is a silhouette of of a couple of horses. Like okay. They must they must have got off horses. He is going to hang out for a bit on high alert, pay attention to the horses, see if any you know. If there's just a couple of horses, probably just them. But he wants to kind of stay right next to Zan for a little while, just in case of another attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a while, if all is quiet, he'll go over and check out the horses and kind of get them over to the camp. She'll heal herself, and then she will go over to the bodies <laughs> and start like pulling them off into the forest a little ways. Okay, and then start doing last rites on both of them. Okay. At some point, he doesn't, you know, Zan can tell he doesn't look uh, happy about what he did. So at mm-hmm. some point, he kneels down and starts praying. Uh, do they have anything on them? Money, stuff? Yeah, there's any items of note. We'll be sure to share that with you, Hold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your blood money. <laughs> <laughs> Says the rogue. <laughs> Perfect. Between them, they've got 11 gold, 11 silver, and 7 coppers. You take it. Take um, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it goes to the church. Go they, yeah, their, their weapons are nothing special, you know, just functional short swords and daggers. They were wearing leather armor. We'll throw them into the Which wagon. Which is yeah. wrecked. The, the armor. Yeah, yeah, just leave them. <laughs> we'll throw the weapons into the wagon. Just kind of resits down by the fire. Pulls open her journal again, kind of sorely, and keeps writing. You see her tear out pages every once in a while, and like crumple them in her hand, and then light them on fire, vanish, and then keeps writing. Lucan's just on high alert. Mm-hmm. Did All you bring right. the horses back? Yeah, at some point, if nothing's happening, he'll he'll go yeah. bring the they horses just, back. They, they staked them to the you know like kind of yep. stopped, okay. put a stake down, and kind of had had a okay. tether to them, and like they were going to go right back to him. Okay. After they murdered Zan. <laughs> <laughs> or tried. <laughs> Rila. 
you've been pushed into this door that only you saw. <laughs> okay. And you are, you know, in darkness. Your dark vision is kicking in, gives you, you know, a bit of a a view, but there's not really much to see. So you're basically in a large chamber. You can see walls off to your to your left and your right. Okay. But you can't see the end of the chamber uh, within the sixty feet. Okay. It's very dry in here. It's kind of dusty at your feet. It kind of like as you as you step, you're sort of you're, you can feel the grit of dust or sand underneath you. But that's what you got at this point. I'm gonna go ahead and call out to uh, hold. Are you coming or? <laughs> I hear this. Yeah, you can hear him. Okay, yep. so I do hear him. I'm gonna stick my sword through the door first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing this, I jump down the pit, literally grab Hulk and like I dodge. Of, I get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> try to grab him like by the back of the jerkin and throw him back, and then I try to find where the door is. Okay. Once you put your hand to it, you see the door. So as yeah. soon as you touch it, suddenly like it's there. Look what we have here. Would you please stop leading with the sword? Trying to kill him? Nah. I was way up here. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It is, however, like, uh, Relop, as you... You don't actually see the door from behind you, right? It's just darkness. It's like a wall. Okay. So from that side, it's all... You know, if you you look back, you can put your hand through it. Okay. So you see this little hand come through and come back in. But you're not actually seeing through that. Like they can see the door, you can see the wall behind you, but there's, there, you know, there's no like light coming in from behind you. All right, I walk through, see real up there. Mm-hmm. Turn around, I see the wall. Yes. My hand out the yes. wall. And you. Okay. Right. I'm gonna take a piece of chalk and just kind of like loosely draw the door frame around yeah. it, yeah. in case you, we have to run back this way. And in your in your dark vision, you can see the chalk pretty well too okay uh, are yeah. you coming i was actually just gonna go in it is it dark in there yes i was actually just checking to see if i had a torch to pull out and light and um and then i'll pull out the uh plus one lucite sword and um, turn it into a long sword so i have the torch in one hand and a long sword in the other okay he's got this crackling torch that he's lit i'm gonna cast mage armor how deep does the uh, room go? Um, well, your vision goes out 60 feet, right? And the torch wouldn't go any further than that. So right. at this point, definitely you're further than 60. Yeah, further okay. than 60. You can see too, as you, especially with the, with the torchlight, there's dust here that hasn't been disturbed for a long time. Like that's what you're stepping on. Is it? Like, so as you walk, you're leaving pretty serious footprints. Or as how you step around. You know? How deep is the dust? Is it like a light dusting or mm, it's, it's pretty probably, thick? I mean, maybe a quarter inch you know not, nothing like okay. a layer of sand or something like that but right. it's definitely so nobody's been in here for ages seems so do we want to get the twins or doing <laughs> well, that's why i'm asking you guys <laughs> i don't see any reason to grab them all right all right let's scope this out can't be that i grab relop and throw them <laughs> <laughs> I grab <laughs> Hulk and throw him. <laughs> Stop throwing I grab, Run back, grab Merc. <laughs> just strength wait test. Strength wait test. Wait till he's hand and he just grabs somebody and throws him. <laughs> this um, is how we're transporting ourselves now. When we're not around. It doesn't, it, you, know, it, you don't walk very far. You just, you just step forward 
you know several paces and and you get to a point where within first within dark vision you see there are three stone statues on the far wall are there the people or they're probably about you're estimating they're over six feet tall right but they look like halflings like big representations of halflings armored halflings with shield and sword I'm going to go kind of scope each one of them out, see if there's like any sort of trick mechanism on them or anything. Or Do they look like they're of an order or anything like when you see their armor? Do they look more like knights? Do they look just like fighters? Do they look like clerics? You don't see any insignias that, you know, at first, for, at first glance that would tell you exactly where, give you some sort of affiliation. They're just halfling warriors, representations of halfling warriors. And then do I know of any tie to halflings to Vinifer? Uh, you could roll your either arcana or history, see if something... Religion? Yeah, I suppose. Orders. Yeah. Mind if I roll out that as well? I know nothing about religion. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> auto zero. <laughs> I rolled zero. I auto failed that roll. So. <laughs> well, for religion, I got a 20, uh, 19. That's a 16 out of 19. Yeah, 16. Yeah, you don't remember any ever hearing about like an order of halfling wizards or people or halflings working with a wizard or something that seems odd is there any inscriptions or anything on are you guys like so tell me what you're doing are you, are you going up to them are you yeah i'm gonna go up yeah. to them and i'm just yeah, i'm gonna I'm scope them out okay as you get within about um before you say what's about to happen i would like to keep up <laughs> with them <laughs> like i want to declare my action before like it happens so if i get caught in and i get caught in it, i don't want to be like uh-huh so I want to be like following up, like kind of behind Hulk, but like close to him, and just keeping a light and like keeping an eye out for like things that Mark would worry about, like so like creatures and things or like you know things rising out of the ground. Okay, I don't know, something like that. You get within about probably ten feet of them, and they start to make grinding noises. They start to move. They're starting to an- animate. Well, that's not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> you got a nine. I got this under control. I got 19. I'm a 2. Alright, so these things start moving. For our purposes, let's just call them Sam, Mary, and Pippin, just for visuals so that you can <laughs> decide which one you're attacking. Alright, Hold. what are you going to do? What are the one on the far left? Which That would be Mary. Okay. <laughs> of course it would. <laughs> and I'll take a swing. AC 19. That'll hit. So that'll be seven damage. Bonus action offhand. Uh, that is AC 10. And that'll miss. First swing comes through. It's You're a little leery of this, right, with this just short sword because you're, it's stone. And so you kind of almost test it out, you know? Like, is this just going to, like, wreck my sword? And it kind of scrapes through almost like a sandstone or something, right? We've got this, like, one nice thing about it is, is it's sort of granules get scraped off of it as you attack almost you know and so you're a little bit happy about that you almost wonder though if this was not a lucite steel enchanted blade if maybe it would have looked a little different all right relapse so you see holg this thing uh kind of comes towards holg and he attacks it okay kind of scrapes it up pull out a uh, little drop of molasses and mutter a few words and cast slow on all three of them wisdom saving throw 15 it affects Pippin. The other two don't seem to be bothered by it. Okay. Um, when you did that too, there seems to be like a like you can almost tell that there's sort of an enchantment that makes them a little resistant to that. 
Okay. So you could say there's something about Mary. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Get out. I'll see myself to the door. Yep, thanks. <laughs> Hold the uh, the Mary. Mary, just for that, is going to swing at you. Had it coming. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Am I engaging Mary? I wouldn't think so at this point. Like they, okay. You haven't even moved yet, right? So they're just. Well, I said I. I don't remember if he said he moved up or not. You said you were kind of staying behind him, but yeah. like, he was kind of right up there with him. This might hurt, guys. Mm-hmm. It's sounding like it's going to hurt. Yeah. Hit you for. So I want you to understand. Jeez. I rolled a 20. Mm-hmm. He hits you for 24. <laughs> this big stone sword just smacks him. And it's kind of blunt, so it's you know that's at least one nice thing about it. But it it kind of catches him across the, the face, and just, it's almost like a club, you know, and just boom, it takes bludgeoning damage. As he, you're a little concerned that your jaw might have just broke. I'm getting dodge. I was going to say it, but I didn't uh, have a yeah. metagame pigeon. But that's fine. <laughs> the Sam we're going to say is in the middle, right? And he start he moves over towards towards Mary. So they're kind of converging on Hulk, and. The other one sort of comes over and stands in front of them. So it's like they all, it's almost like a phalanx thing where they start to sort of work together. All their shields are coming together and they're, they're holing up around, around each other. Which one's the Pippin? Um, yes. Okay. Yep. yep. So his movements have. The yeah. So all he did was move over and okay. he's standing there with his shield. Yep. yep. And so that actually cuts to Merc. So the only one that got an attack off was Mary, but it was a good one. He got him. I'm going to try to shove the. Torch in the ground, but I'm not gonna like. I'm just gonna like shove it, like like kneel down, shove it down. If it stays, it stays. If it doesn't, okay. it doesn't. Yeah, it, it kind of falls over, but that's all right. It'll stay burning. And then I grab this, take the long sword, and turn it back into the great sword. And then so there's like the three of them, and they're all converging on Hog. Or yeah, well, the the Pippin one is is facing you, sort of trying to defend the other two. And, and again, then, and he's moving slow. Right, and then can I get next to Hog by chance? You can because this guy doesn't have a reaction because he's slowed. Yes, like his intention was to keep you guys away from him, but because that because that one is slowed, I think that would absolutely work. You can get by. He can't he can't attack of opportunity you. He doesn't have a reaction. And I will take my first attack at Mary. Okay, so you're kind of sliding by, and Mer kind of jumps in beside you, Hog, to try to help fend him off. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I'll take my first attack at Mary, just like a downward arc, and uh, as a 21 hit. Oh, absolutely. And then I will distracting strike him, so you have advantage on him next time. 20 points of damage. I will take my second attack at Sam. That was the one he already hit, right? You could, uh, no, it was, it was Mary. Mary. Yeah, do you want to keep it on Mary? Focus fire on him. This, that was a good hit, but you know, you definitely like scrape all this stuff, and sand's kind of coming off, and you wonder if maybe that's kind of where this dust is coming from. I am going to go for uh, Sam. <laughs> Does a 16 hit? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll distract and strike him. Oh, bonkers. 21 points of damage. In fact, this one hits his shield, and part of the shield sort of shatters off. Does its own version of staggering. You know, it's a stone statue, so it doesn't stagger like the rest of us. Hulk, it's your turn. You get advantage on Mary if you want it. Yep. All right. So that'd be AC 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be 18 points of damage. So Mary basically tries to move its shield in front of Sam, but is a little bit too slow for the attack with Merc. And when it does that, it sort of opens itself up to you, and you you hit it in the in the torso, and it cracks. And just sort of this big, you know, it almost looks like it's about to like fall apart. 
and it sort of shrinks itself back up, but it's like you know, it's it's it like regenerates almost, right? But when it does that, it go it drops down, and you see like dust sort of floating around, but it's it gets down on one knee, and it pulls out of sort of out of nowhere, somewhere on its person, it pulls a little cylinder out, and it it's down on one knee, its head is down, and it's offering you a cylinder given up to you. The other two have oh. not. Bonus action, grab that. It has <laughs> basically stopped fighting and it's locked into this submissive position. Yoink. Cursed forever. <laughs> <laughs> Relop at your turn. Sam's taking some damage and Pippin is still slowed. And Sam has this and shrapnel yes, shark. And, and Sam, is, there's advantage for an attack on this. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast Gorching Ray on Sam. It's just the first... Yeah, just the first deck. Wow. Nope. (laughs) With advantage? Just going to keep moving along. (laughs) Does a 20 hit? Yes. All right. These are the corkscrews. Yeah, oh yeah. I was waiting for the corkscrew description. (laughs) Uh, Seven. Yeah. One of them hits the ceiling somehow, you know. And... The, that again kind of knocks them off. Some of the some of it sort of drops. It's almost like it's somehow this sand is all sort of connected to it. You know, didn't take him down, but he but it definitely did some extra damage to him. Now we cut to them. So they are going to work together, kind of, and so they're going to focus on Merc. I rolled really poorly, um, and as they they come your way, and you can you know this big thing comes out. You saw what it did to, like, literally you know, Hulk's jaw is just out of whack right now. You can just see it on you know, he's going to be bruised for a while. It comes down and just slams this thing next to you. Dust flies up and, uh, you know, it's just sort of everywhere. You're, you're going to be taking dust out of your out of every little nook and cranny of your armor and stuff. But they end up missing you. I'm going to see if Pippin is unslowed. You know, he is not. He's still slow. All right, so they kind of have an an ineffective grouping. They are kind of huddled together. They're definitely using their shields to try to to help defend each other, but that's about all they did in that round. That brings us to Merc. I guess I'll just go for the overhead job on Sam. Well, does a 28 hit? does. All right, I'll take critical damage. So 16 plus 5 is 21. Coming down on Sam on Sam's head and just splice it in two, right? And again, it's like it like it happened before. It sort of goes to like it's gonna fall apart, and then it sort of sucks itself back in shape. And he does the submissive thing. He gets down on one knee, takes this cylinder that came out of somewhere on his person, and head down is offering you this cylinder. So it's right. still in play. The other two have given up. And then I'm gonna go for the last one. Okay, uh, Pippin. Yep, he's still fresh at this point. Does a 15 hit him? He's minus two AC from slow. Yes, just because of the slow. 12 points of damage to him. It's that. It's it's funny because it doesn't even have time to react. It's just like in slow motion. <laughs> and Hulk, it's your turn. At this point, its back is to you, basically. Right. right? The other I'll two roll past Sam, picking up the cylinder out of his hand. <laughs> All right, bonus action. And then I will uh, take a swing at Pippin. Uh, so that would be AC 19. Yep. With a little bit of a flourish there. We are at 18 points of damage. Okay. Kind of get him right, you know, under the shoulder blades like you would like you would if it was a, a living thing. And it kind of 
does the thing where it starts to crack and you're like, oh, it's going to happen. And it doesn't quite happen. It turns ah. around and it's, it's, it's got sort of, doesn't fully turn around, but sort of, sort of starts to turn your direction and it's still hanging in there. Uh, relapse turn. Do I see that? Yeah, it definitely looks rough. All right. I'm going to just cast Magic Missile. Ten? These little darts of light come flying directly at it, hit it kind of in its side from where it's facing you, and it sort of straightens up, starts to, as they hit, it starts to sort of crumble pieces of it, and it reforms itself a little bit, holds up the cylinder, knee down, head down, submits, offering the cylinder. I'm going to look around the uh, room. I'm going to go back, pick up the torch. I'm going to grab the last cylinder. You didn't see it before, Relop, but on the wall behind where they were, mm-hmm. it may be that it wasn't there before, right? right? Until this, you know, until you fought them. But there is an inscription on the wall. It is in common. It's three lines. It says, to enter, second line, get them right. And the third line says, her reach is far. And there are three holes about the size of those cylinders underneath. To enter, get them right. Her reach is far. Hmm. Okay. Do we see anything uh, that would differentiate the three statues from each other, or do they look pretty much exactly the same? They do look different. Like that. Like maybe they're modeled after different halflings or something. Nothing that strikes you necessarily, but they they do have their own features. They're what? not just car- carbon copies of each other. What order were they in when we first? Saw them standing in front of the... Um, it was... From it left was to right. Mary, Sam, Pippin. Who's got the cylinders? I have all three. <laughs> See, there's a trick, too. Like, which cylinder mm-hmm. came off of which, right? He just kind of stashed them in his stuff. If oh, crap. Issue. I pull out all three and lay them down. Are okay. they, like, different lengths, or...? They're all the same length, but they... It's real, it's real faint, but since you would certainly be looking at them, you do see numbers on them. One, two, three. We're good to go. Yep, that's what it says. There's a one on one, there's a two on another, and there's a three on another. Are there any other markings in the uh, room? No. There's three holes in the wall and an inscription above it. In fact, it doesn't even look like a door, right? It's just three holes in the wall. Get them right. So the very far right hole. Just jam number one in there. I'm going to give it to him to do it. I, uh... You need me to hold you up to it? I hold my hand out. I'm like, just give them to me. Or do we do we want to get the twins now? <laughs> I can at least use a band-aid or something. Listen, if my arm gets cut off, we can go get the twins. Can you I just have the th- cylinders, please? Alright, I just like roll them across the floor, Adam. <laughs> Dust. <laughs> Alright, I pick them up. Can I see the, the one, the two, and the three? Yeah. Yeah, just on it's on one end of each of them. There's a little number engraved. Alright. I'll walk up and I put Number down, one, two, three, you know, in the proper sequence. In the three holes? In the three holes. All right. Did, did you start with putting one in the in the right hole, the far right No, I hole? did not say that, did uh, I? If they start fighting again, I'm leaving you two. <laughs> all right, Mark, put them all in. It sets for a second. Nothing seems to be happening. And then they come shooting out of the, the holes, just like... But when they do that, they start whipping around the room, almost like they're targeting or something, right? And uh, there's three of you sitting there, so each of you is going to get hit. I duck. 
<laughs> I'll get a yacht. Um, roll your ro- roll your decks. You just relap as a meat shield. You can pick him up really easily. It's more of a buckler. <laughs> it still helps. Plus two to your AC. Strap a gnome to your arm. Uh, <laughs> dexterity saving throw. He yes. Have uh, seven HP. Twenty-one. Hey. Because I got a plus one to my dexterity. All right. Nice. Twenty-three. Seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly because Merc just doesn't Sounds care. Sounds right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, right, whatever. The math checks out. It'll just have to be like a ballista point of blank. You know, yeah. Point blank range. <laughs> All right. Merc, 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 Merc takes scary. 26 points. God. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like a homing beat, too, right? Like, it just, like, boo, and just slams into you. As soon as it slams into you, it drops, and it's just Can I catch it? Again. I don't know about that. No, like, as I was falling, can I catch uh, it? Sure, sure. You you guys, so, uh, you guys take half of that. What did I just 13? say? Yeah. And now they're just laying there again. Let's not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got, like, gut checked <laughs> by flying <laughs> canisters. <laughs> <laughs> how, big, how big are these little cylinders? Three. <laughs> like a foot. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. they're not little. Yeah, it's like okay. a daredevil baton in the head. <laughs> right. But uh, what number do I have? You have number two. Well, that's not the one we're looking for. Where's the number one? I'll try Hulk's idea. Let, let's look at the statues and see if they have a corresponding number on the statue. Roll your perceptions. It's be a really weird way for you guys to die. <laughs> we're never going to find you. Like, we, I don't know. Just wipe from existence. It's fine. <laughs> it just disappeared. We don't need healers. We're just taking random damage. <laughs> just 26 points of damage. Uh, perception? Yeah. Yes, the healing potions are fine. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, six. Yeah, you guys are feeling com- confident that you cannot find any number Can we help him, Alex, so he gets like a reroll? You can all roll. Okay. There's no rush here. You're, unless the twins start wondering where the heck you are. I don't care about that. <laughs> Not enough time's passed. Actually, at this yeah, point, at this know. point, Zan's probably burying a body in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. I mean, <laughs> seriously, she did her last rites and dragged them back there. Yeah. I don't really didn't really bury them. I just like the idea of them coming out and finding you with some random <laughs> dead body in the woods. Right? <laughs> They're a little ways like, away from it. What you guys do? What I thought was happening uh, to Zan. Nothing. No, no comment. Every, whatsoever. Every, everything's fine here. Everything's fine. Eighteen. Yeah, nineteen on investigation. Don't seem to be any numbers on these things. Alright, so... Do they I, have specific... They've got. They've all got swords, right? Do they have to... Do any of them have any other weapons? Aside from that? Mm-mm. Swords. Swords and shields. Okay. So it's not like there's... Somebody's got two weapons or... Somebody's got three weapons. Is, is there, like, any equipment on the statues that is in a numeric sequence? Like, somebody's got three... Buckles, two buckles, one buckles. Mm-hmm. Their features are different, but their rest of them is pretty uniform. Like you know, their facial features. I mean, so does one have one freckle? Does one have two freckles? <laughs> no, no freckles. <laughs> Who has number one? Here. Try this again. Hopefully, it only targets me. Let's no. Let's hold on for. <laughs> I take mine and I throw it <laughs> at him. <laughs> I'm getting the twins. <laughs> I'm gonna just start limping out. Okay. I think Hulk is right. I'm gonna put one in the far one to enter and get them right. Her reach is far. I don't know. What? So you put it put it on the in the far right. It's this is number one. Yeah. Right. Nothing's happening. Like it doesn't shoot at you. Nothing happened. uh, Can I pull it out? Uh huh. 
Okay. Oh, that didn't work. But nobody died. I'm not listening to you. I'm getting the twins. <laughs> All right. Well, reading it left to right, character-wise, the last line has the most characters. Is it a haiku or anything weird like that? That'd be 575, right? Yeah. I don't know. So, should we get the twins in? I'm leaving them to that right now. I'm going to find my door, to go out, limp back to camp. Did you guys get hit again? Just you got messed up by... first time. You got messed up by Pippin or Sam or... Crit, crit against him. Yep. Holg is kind of limping his way back and on his way out of the tops of trees sees that Zayn is... Where'd these horses come from? Startled a little bit. Oh, um, with some unexpected visitors. And where are they now? Do not ask. What happened to you? I want to lift up like part of my shirt and show the giant wealth from the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and not only that, but your your yeah. face is messed up from yeah. the. Did you get into a fight with Merc or something? No, we found a room. These statues came to life. A room? What? Kicked the crap out of me. <laughs> what room? Hey, there's, what, no, there's no buildings here. What's going on over there? <laughs> I thought you followed them for a while and they were just looking in the hole from before. What do you... Oh, hey, hold. Yeah, we, well, yeah, they just found a down. door. You found a door? Yeah. And you didn't think to ask for us to come with you? Real op ran ahead and I had to go and try. <laughs> well, that sounds like him, but... It's still very reckless. Yeah, I know. That's what I was telling him. <laughs> Is everyone else injured? And we got some puzzle now, and it shoots out metal rods. Here, and come hurts. here. Um, how much damage do you have on you? 37. Ooh, he will put his hand on you, <laughs> and you for, for 30. <sighs> so what, what's going Suddenly on? What have, you, what have you guys... Line. He's, he's not <laughs> clicking when he talks. What have you guys seen? What is going on? Uh, there's a statue. They have some... Tell real... us on the way. And she'll be making our way. Yeah, but what about camp, though? We have to we walk... know there's bandits out here. Yeah, there were bandits attacking us. I, they're going to steal the horses and cart. Who do you need down there? I'll take Zan. What are you guys facing right now? Uh, nothing now. If he was able to come back here, yeah, they obviously we gotta, weren't under attack unless he was in no hurry. We got a puzzle now. Hmm. Puzzle? I'll All right. I'll stay back with the camp. Stay with the horses. I'll be right back. If we need you, we'll, I'll send up a flare. Sounds good. She'll make her way. Follow hold. Make sure you protect her hold. All right. So urge your boss. <laughs> Zanny brings you to the yeah. To, you know where where you had been before, and you're surprised to see that he can kind of put his hand through a part of the wall. She'll reach for the wall. As soon as you do that, you can kind of see that there's a door there. This is a Venifer temple. Yeah, whatever that means, and I'm I'm walking through the door. <laughs> She'll just kind of sigh and make her way through. Okay. So uh, you walk in to see Merc and Relop looking very pensive. They're both sort of standing there with their sitting probably at this point and just staring at this wall. I would like to use my short red or my uh, second one. It's a bonus action. So are either of you dead yeah. yet? She'll she'll yell down the hall. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> and then there's we, a t- torch lighting yeah. laying there too. So can we? Uh... Clear the dust off the floor. See if there are any markings under the dust. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's been pretty disturbed, right. and you're not seeing anything, at like, and even seams or anything. It's all pretty, pretty clean. How many syllables in each line again? To enter, so three. Get them right, so three. Her reach is far, so four. So three, three, four. 
Hey, Relapse, look into one of the holes and see if there's anything in there. Is there anything in there? Do you shall look down them all? Yeah. Uh, roll your perception. With advantage, because you're looking directly at it with dark vision. Like, uh, 14. One thing that looks different about the three of them is that you can see the back of the one, the like two of them, the one on the left, you can see the back of it. You can see the stone at the end of the cylinder. The middle one, you can see the stone at the end of the cylinder. The third one, you can't see the stone at the end of the cylinder. Ah. Ah? All the cylinders are the you same. You didn't tell me, but I think I know. Okay. They're all about foot. Yeah. I mean, this is a Temple of Venifer, correct? Yeah. I assume when they say her reach is far, they mean her. Is there any depictions of her anywhere? No. Mm-hmm. Do you tell us yeah, the yeah, middle one's deeper? The third one is. The one on the, the right. One's the, the, the one is on the right. Is it distance between, like... Like one look, and two, basically looks, the same. You would you would depth. estimate that the that it's probably like, there's enough room for the for the cylinder. Like it's maybe a foot back. You can kind of see it back right. there. The third one seems longer. Okay, hey, stand back. I got a dumb idea again. I put number one in. What yeah. happens when you do these wrong? Uh, I would get out of the room. I'm gonna grab my shield and put it forward. <laughs> the big bruise you saw on me. Yeah, yeah she's gonna hover shield forward and be like ready. I'm gonna shove the the second. See if I can push like the second rod into in. the third hole. Third like, okay. Yeah, so it's like so you put the first one in first. Mm-hmm. And like number one went first. Yeah, and then number two. Okay. Do they keep sliding? Yep. And I put number three in. Okay. And they shoot out. It lights up around it, and a door pops open. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so did you guess correctly? Said her reach was far and it was a bigger hole. I don't know. The lesson that I learned today is just ram random things into holes. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you learned literally nothing. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's keep Go going. To the... She'll light her sword. You basically walk out onto a platform. There is a small kind of a stone bridge that moves forward from the platform and it goes onto another platform with a doorway on the other side. So it's sort of like a bridge that's just big enough for maybe one person to walk. You, you would have to sort of balance beam? balance beam or something like that to get across. There's on, just as you step in, there's actually light, like there's a torch lit. On two sides, there's what looks maybe like it's a lever on one side and there's a there's a lit torch on the other. And the torch, you could, actually, when you step through, there's no heat coming off that torch. It's close enough to you that you would feel the heat. And so it's it's a spell of some sort. Can I swap the, the torch mm-hmm. with continual flame for the crappy torch that I have? Um, yeah, just swap them out? Yeah. Yes. When you do that, beyond that, right, there was kind of a drop. Basically, there's apparently a floor underneath, right? It raises up to to the same level as that little beam. Like it had a little gap in it and it sort of raises up. And on that there's a bunch of it looks like stone boars. Like animal boars? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Are pigs, they moving? Something to that extent. They start to move, yeah, as soon as I pull the I swap them back real fast. Okay. Swap <laughs> 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 it back and it actually does drop. It's and kind of resets itself. Stop touching things. Yeah. Can we just agree not to just start grabbing and pulling stuff? Hey, it was a nice torch. What is what is this? Why are we where are we going? Across the bridge. What's in here? Wait, okay, so there's the torch here, and then there's a lever on the far side. 
No, no, just to the left, right, right sort next of thing. to you. There's, there's, there's a torch on one side, and then, a, and then possibly a lever, something sticking. Let's not just pull levers and torches. I, I'm asking a question. How many boars are there? There are seven of them. All right, that's uh, about six more than I want to deal with. And they're, they're big. They're not like normal size, right? They're, like they're giant. statues. Still, they're statues. They're statues. They're, they're still uh, about six more than I want to deal with. Did okay. you say that there's a door on the other side of this? Yes, there's a door on the other side of the. There's another little platform, much like the one you're stepping out onto. Okay. You'd walk across this, you know, think like Last Crusade, right? When he right, walks right. across that thing, but only a little thinner. Okay. And okay. then on the other side, there's another platform with a door behind. Well, All right, I'll go. Across. And if you, you know, if you sort of look down, there's these boars down yeah. there. Yeah. Can we see them from where we are? How far down is it? It's about twenty feet. How far across is the beam? It is just within sight, you know, so like sixty feet across. I'm gonna scamper. Could you take a rope with you? Fine. Then have someone on this end holding <laughs> a rope and someone on the other end holding a rope tight and using them for balance. I guess. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take my end of the rope. Okay. And you're just going to walk? Yeah, I'm just going to balance across. Shimmy across. And you have Relog did say he was going across. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Relog, are you? Yeah. And you yeah. Are already started? Yeah. Do you have right. ac- acrobatics? Um, I do not. I do not. <laughs> so does so it you kind of look at each other and say, like, hey, so uh, should, should we tie a rope to Hulk? And suddenly yeah. you see that he's sort of tiptoeing himself out onto it. She's just straight yell. decks. She doesn't want to like scare him. Before we discuss the results of this, did he get beyond my reach yet? Probably not, because he probably I'd probably make him roll just as he starts to sort of scooch out that direction. You want to try and scoop? I'm going to try to grab him by the back of the collar and drag him back. You got a ten? And if you just like you rip him out of his clothes and he falls down, <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Okay, so just as you are feeling like you can maybe do this, this right. big human hands can grab you and scoop you back back up, which you're not a fan of, right? Like, right. You know, no uh, small-sized person wants to get picked up by a... Hey. Not the beard. beard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Relop, but uh, let's let Hogal go first on this one. Scamper. Acrobatics with disadvantage. Would my second story work have any impact on that? No, I mean, if, okay. you, if you fall, it'll some stuff that'll help you with that. Yeah, Mark will right. hold the rope on this side. All right. Keep sounds like this is Mark. The lever, huh? 13. 13, okay. Uh, getting crossed. Do you have a passive perception of 17? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. Get right <laughs> as, as he's getting, you're getting across, you see that there's a big rune on the floor on that platform. There's a, there's kind of, it's, it's real, it's faint. And right. so. You know, you just sort of catch something with your dark vision. It's almost like through the corner of your eye, and then you, you take another look, and it's not there. And so you sort of look at it, corner eye, and there it is. There's a, there's a room there. On our platform or the no, platform on the, he's on the to? opposite platform. Okay. So he sort of, I assume you stop for yeah. a minute. And you want to let them know there's a rune? Yeah, there's a rune on the other side of this floor. What does that even mean? It's like magical writing I on the ground? I don't read runes. Like magical writing on the ground? Can you describe what it looks like? Yeah, what's it look uh, like? It looks swirly and glowy to you. Kind of, oh. a, it's kind of a light blue color, right, but it's again very faint. It. He's like right in the middle. It's, it'd be a good scene, right? Like he's, as he's standing right in the middle of it all. Uh, guys, <clears throat> and now it's like, do I turn around? Can you get around mm. it? Can you hop away from it? I think it's like the entire floor of the platform. 
Is it all of it? It picks up a big part of it, yeah. How far across is the room again? 60. And is that from, like, door to door? No, it's beam. That's just the beam. beam. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you can try to throw at it? Maybe try to trigger it? I'll take one of my daggers and just throw it over. <laughs> all right. So, he throws this dagger across. At and, disadvantage, because it's a max range. <laughs> um, you're just trying to get it right on top of it? Yep. Yeah. So, that's easy enough. He tosses it over. It hits... And then he's like, nothing happens. And then, boom! <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Um, it's like ice. You know, like like some sort of some sort of cold spell comes shooting your direction and blows you backwards. You will take some damage off of it. Oh, oh boy. Um, Uncanny dodge. There you go. Remember the stab. I'm sorry, is that half or is that half? half it. Uh, you take, so you take 11 points cold damage. Um, and then I'm going to have you go ahead and make a... We're going to give you a chance to grab the beam. Basically, he's got the rope as well. Well, I mean, it will if I fall. Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking like it might be better just to intentionally fall, or you uh, yank him. Yeah, like deck save. Yeah, yes. Unless you want it like athletics, if you know, if you got a skill to help with that. (laughs) Ten. Okay. Yeah. So he basically he goes blowing back, and you know, it's sort of iced over on the front and falls back, kind of hits the beam a little bit, and then falls down. The rope goes down with yeah. him so that you can pull him back up. When I feather um, fall. Okay, feather fall. So he kind of yeah. slowly, slowly starts to fall down after as he loses his footing. Pulling the and, yep, back. you start pulling. But as you do that, you start hearing squealing. Yeah, of course. And these, you know, pigs have, uh, have started. Where's your fireball? When so as you hear that, too, the, the floor... Yeah. comes up again and now you have these pigs. Now one thing that's interesting that happens though is that when that comes up, two of the pigs actually end up under because they all started moving. Oh. And two of them ended up underneath the beam. Okay. And they basically get smashed. These things are made of the same stuff that those that those half were made of. And so it sort of busts up into sand. It does not reform like the halflings did. So at this point you're looking at five of them and roll initiatives. Twenty. What? What a waste. 21. I'll roll the 20. (laughs) (laughs) I got a natural 20. 21, 20, 14. Hey, Mark, remember that one time when we were playing in uh, Gen Con and I rolled like a natural 20 going six in the round? Yeah. I just did it again. (laughs) Relop, who's going? So you guys are both 20 then, right? Yeah, I'm 20. So so who's going first? Mark or Probably you. Okay. So Zangus to go first. Fireball. (laughs) (laughs) The biggest group of them I can get. Yeah, you can throw it behind him because you're, sure. he, he's already started to like pull him up. And yeah, she'd be so, like, yeah, you can do that. Oh, get back! And so just throw I think over. because of that, though, because you're certainly going to want to make sure it's not going to hit yep. him, I think you probably could get three of them in it pretty well. DC 15 reflex saves. Okay. How much damage if they didn't save? 23. Nice. It doesn't blow them you know, into, into dust. No. It definitely wrecks the backside of them. How fact, far away is Holg? From the edge where we are? He's probably 10 feet from the edge. Okay. She'll race up towards where he is, sword and shield out. All right. Mark, it's your turn. You have the three of them in the back. You just got hit, but the, there's two that are closer. I look at the lever, and then I just go running to the one that's closest to me. Um, preferably in between, like, past Hulk and Zan, okay. but... Uh, I'll take my first. These all look identical. You yeah. know, it's cookie. It's like a terracotta warriors or something. Fair you know, enough. But they happen to yep. be big. <laughs> Actually, they, I guess those will, those all have their own features. Anyway, they do, they? yeah. So I go for the one that has a split snout. I don't know. Does an 18 hit? Oh, yeah. Uh, 12. 
Let's give it a good hit in the snout, and now it has a split snout. Second attack? Uh, yeah, and I'll just like kind of reset back and like just thrust straight forward at it. Does a 16 hit. Yes. 12 damage again. Definitely not liking what you're doing. You're kind of chopping pieces off of it. It's kind of dusting as that happens. And Does it look real bad or does it look kind of bad? It's, it's a little bit hard to say. <laughs> the ones that have been hit all look like they're about in the same range. Like it's the ones that Xan that, uh, hit, the one you hit, they're all, whatever it means, they're all kind of in the same shape. So you got one fresh and then these other four that have been hit. Relapse turn. I'm going to fireball the same three. <laughs> fireball, fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Like the idea of the white fire followed by the real, you yep. know, the yep. gold fire. And they ought, they, they, uh, you're going to hit them with whatever you roll. <laughs> 28. All right. So the three in the back <laughs> lights lights them up. They sort of crawl in a couple of them like the back side after Zan's fireball. The back sides aren't working properly as they sort of start to move forward. And then a second one lights up right behind them and they're just dust. Like a, a dragon on Game of Thrones hit it. Nice. And... Uh, so, two left. Merc hit one pretty hard, and we've got one that's fresh. Hole gets your turn, and you're sort of uh, standing I'm kind of next among to the him. two. I want to help him up if I'm I can. I'm going to go ahead and advance and strike at the one Merc's one mat. Oh, yeah. you don't really have to advance. You'd actually back up a oh, little because they're all sort okay. of... They're kind, you, you kind of were in the middle of them. Now there's only a couple left. AC 18. Hits. <laughs> 36, 1, 1, 1. And what was the other one? Three. Three. Nice. So that's ten damage. You're like, watch this, and then you're like, oh, it's a statue. I gotta think next time when I attack a statue, how does this look? <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, give it a, give it a hit. It scrapes off like the other ones. You're kind of hoping it like offers you a, a cylinder or something, and it just doesn't seem to do that. It's their turn. So basically, one's gonna one's gonna attack. Let's see, out of the two, certainly Merc's gonna get attacked in there. Actually, you know, they'll both go after Merc. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that, too. Actually, I wanted him to hit other people so you get your sentinel strike. Yeah, well, maybe that's the point of sentinel. You're going to attack me or you suck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one of them does hit you. It basically jabs in, kind of hits your leg with its with its tusks uh, for 13. I'm going to project it toward three of that off. So oh, just nice. ten. Oh, what a buddy. <laughs> Uh, that was the fresh one, by the way. So this one's kind of people who trying to dig itself into his leg. <laughs> Zan, it's back to you. Three damage. You trigger the trap I don't have to worry about. <laughs> so Merc and Holg are engaged with both of them now? Um, yes. Okay. So she'll run up on the less damaged one? And again, they're not, not really running mm. at this point. They're all no, sort of move up. right among yep. you there. Yep. She'll just advance up combat-wise. Uh, she'll cast Spiritual Weapon next to the one that they're damaging. That's bonus That's, action to cast, right? Yeah, it's bonus action to cast. Okay. And it gets to attack right away if it's next to uh, somebody to attack. Okay. Yeah, she'll, she'll throw her sword up. It'll glow, create the copy. It'll fly over and attack the one that they were attacking, the weakened one. Okay. And then she'll attack the fresh one. All right. So the sword hits for a 16. Yep. Uh, 16 points of damage. And then she will swing on the fresher one and will roll a 14 to hit. Hits. Oh, Jesus. Was not expecting that. Break targets. Seven points of damage with her own sword. Okay. All right. So light sword comes out and basically just splices through that the, the one that was already hurt, and it just sort of crumbles out. And Perfect. Sort of, it's also the sword's still sort of standing there afterwards mm-hmm. as this dust sort of <laughs> sifts up through the light. And then she takes a swing at the one that's kind of digging into Merc, gives it a good hack, and 
Mark's turn. I'll uh, swing at the one. Does a 26 hit. Yep. 17 points of damage. Okay. And then I'll take my second attack, and I just basically come down, like, just try to spike it downward. The okay, sword so downward. Hit. Like, yep. right behind the, where the, the neck meets the skull. Okay. See if you can maybe splinter it off. Yeah. Cleave it. And that's a natural one, because I tried to be fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You pay the price for being descriptive. So, good. <laughs> yeah, really. so I, you know, slice through this cut and go, go to, and it it shifts a little bit as it gets attacked by Zan and just moves just the way you didn't think it was going to. Uh, relapse turn. So how many are back? One. There's just one left. Yep. So pretty damaged or not? Yeah. Mildly. All right. Uh, scorching ray. Two to hit. Yep. Eighteen to hit. 22 to hit. All right. No hit. corkscrews. Nice. Well, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll come in. <laughs> what you describe as corkscrews, which are any of his misses. <laughs> 27. All right. Blah, 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 blah. This thing, and again, dust, and everybody's sort of breathing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> puffing some dust out, that kind of stuff. You're standing there, and now you've got a clear walkway to the door. There's crumbled pig parts everywhere of, of stone. Back to the... Continual flame torch and swap out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And when you do that, it, yeah, because it wouldn't move because it's already up, right? Yep. Let's go drop back down. Take, you, take, you take a look at the lever as well. I don't know. Just like everybody just drops. Yeah, no. I look at the lever. Like, is there any markings or anything on it? Yes. And lingual. Oh, man. This what does weird. it say? On it's and off? It says rune off. It says long in lingual. Long. Mm-hmm. Her reach is long. Hey, this has got some markings on it. It says long. Roll your perception. Okay, yeah, she's looking to see if the rune's still there. If it's like a perpetual. 18. Thing. Right, go ahead and roll your perception. Okay. 18? Yeah. Actually, she rolls it with an advantage since you know what you're looking for. As you look at this thing, you don't think it's a lever. You like you look closer at it, and it's almost like a holster. Like, it's just sort of set in there, and it's a piece of wood. It says long on it, and, but it you don't think it's attached to anything. <sighs> you guys are going to hit me. I pull it out. Okay. Nothing happens. You got a piece of wood in your hand. Looks it like long. It says long on it. I got a seventeen to look for okay. the rune. You do not see it. You think it's think, I, you think it's been I'm shot. Okay. Gonna take a look at that stick when we get out of here. There you go. I just hand on the stick. We so might I need it later. I didn't think it was going to do that. <sighs> we live, we learn. <laughs> so what was it? Not about touching things and agreeing to that. And I didn't touch it. My knife did. <laughs> He was setting it off before he stepped in it. I think that was a beneficial way of doing it. I just didn't expect it to hit him. Is the door locked? You checking it? Yeah. Door opens up. All right. Walk on in. <laughs> so you're just going off on your own? Yeah. Is anybody, else, Is anybody else in pain? Everybody good? Uh, been worse. Okay. Been worse this very day, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, Same, like actually. Somebody needs healing. <laughs> hey, who ended up helping you earlier? <laughs> Dan's brother, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the brother. <laughs> importance. Just the brother helped. I'll get 15 back. Sweet. All right. So it's those two so, first and then us two behind. Okay. Step into a room. It's, again, full of dust. And it's, it's kind of rotted out. There's a lot of, you know, there was wood here once that's been, apparently been ages, right? And so there's kind of the remnants of some furniture and some shelving. There's dust all over everything you almost get the impression that maybe 
this place was either ransacked or somebody was leaving in a hurry at one point because it just seems to be stripped. And you get the, you don't even need to make a roll. Like as a, as a wizard, you get the impression that this was maybe like a lab at one point. There's, uh, there's a few things here and there. Just right. little, little stands for beakers and just little right, things right. that kind of got left behind. Most of which is sort of ancient and probably fall apart if you mess with it zombies in glass tubes <laughs> how close does this look like the the lab i saw in woods in not very not okay. really you know it's just i mean again it's hard to say and really relop i think more than anybody would be like yeah i think this was a wizard's haunt at one point at one point there's something about it in the way it's set up right where he he just it, it makes sense to him do we see anything on the shelves there's yeah i mean again there's a lot of things that are sort of rotting out and stuff as you kind of look through you know on actually on one shelf and again there's dust all over everything you recognize that there's a cloth there's something made of cloth and Mm. it's not rotted (laughs) toss that in my bag is it a cloak or is it just a um it's it's a robe oh definitely putting that in the bag okay i need that i clearly need a robe (laughs) you do not need a robe um, when you're lounging around, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So if you're kind of searching, go ahead and roll perception. And yeah. We'll just. Why don't we just do somebody can assist him since like sure. everybody probably is going to come in at the same time. Yeah. Fifteen. You kind of think this place is just sort of cleared, other than this robe that happened to be you know piled in with a bunch of other clothes that rotted away around it. And just as you're, you know, thinking like, wow, oh, there's nothing in here. You kick something, and it sort of rolls of you know skitters through the dust right and you pick it up and it's a little chest it's about it's just like the size of like a hot wheel car okay huh is there any way out of here is um, this kind of the end seems to be the end yeah i mean go go ahead and look. if you want to specifically look for that let's do a yeah. roll with this uh, assisted roll yeah okay you want to help me yeah 22 yeah the, you find what you think is kind of a hatch up yeah but there's no up anymore like and it's so, all got closed off yeah, by dirt. Yeah, and it's okay. it, like it's clearly like not going to budge. Like it's, okay. it, you, that's actually the impression you get. That it's yeah. been overgrown, and there's probably earth over it. Okay. While they're doing that, I'm gonna ritual cast uh, detect magic. Okay. Does the stick, the rope, and the chest light up? Yes. All okay. three of them light up. And I gave you the stick for the record. Do we remember anything about like the the tenebris having like underground laboratories, or is that just like? Yeah, I mean, you you know that. You know, okay. they would have under, underground laboratories. You almost wonder, though, if this is, whether this is well, this would be Tenebris or this would be Benefer, right? Like there, it could be even there older. Could, it could be older than that. Yeah. You never yeah. know. This could be a first age of men type situation. All right. I think we've gone as far as we can in here. If you found a few items, Mr. Elop? Yeah, I'm going to take a look at this stuff. All right, let's get back to the cart. Lucan's by himself when we were already attacked by bandits, and she'll start making her way out. Okay. Oh, that sounds exciting. They might have made it up. I didn't see anything. We did get in some horses, though. Yeah, we just magically found two horses. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't bandits at all. People saw two people at the church in great need and donated horse- horses, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. We were very influential that way. Ooh, bonus horse. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we can make our way back out comfortably. Yep. So we'll go, you know, kind of go back to the camp. Yeah. I don't know if Have him so. do his identify. Yeah, let him do his identify. Does the uh, does the torch go out when we get out of the cave? Uh, it, no, it's it's just it's still going. Yeah, the torch is just there's a like Zan would, would kind of know that there's a, a spell called yeah continual no continual it's, flame or something. Conti- yeah I think it's called yeah. continual yeah. flame yep. and so you cast that it takes it's kind of expensive because you have to 
use gems yep. for it, but yep. but once it's cast, it's just sort of We're there out. until it's dispelled. I'm gonna go ahead and when we get back to the uh, cards, cast identify on these three. So the robe that you have is a it's kind of a light green cloth with fine stitching, and the writing on there's a bunch of patches on it, and the writing on it is is in elvish. Okay. And on the patches, there's a bunch of different little symbols. Nice. <laughs> Robe of useful items. Nice. Cool. Yoinks. That's awesome. That looks like Elvish. Do you know how to read that? Um, no. I'm sure it's relevant to whatever this item is. She just starts reading off what each of the patches say. Okay. You want to read Ooh, off some of them? With pronunciation. Yeah. Dagger, lantern, mirror, steel mirror, and a steel mar- mar- mirror. Steel what? <laughs> uh, oh, is it supposed to be mirror and it's just a typo? Yeah, it's just a typo. Literally handed it to me. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Get wrecked, GM. Tug to pull. Two fifty feet of rope, sacks, ladder, a window, a window. Okay. Uh, ooh, spell scrolls. Actually, can I use those? Sure. Can I, can I add those? To yeah, my you just pull them list? off, and they're skull scrolls, right? Heck so yeah. I probably leave them on until you're used until you're ready yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. And, oh, no, three spell scrolls, of which I don't believe I have any of those. So let me ask a question: Does that replace his cloak of changing appearances, or is it the no? Because that's, shul- the that's a shoulder top. item. Got right? it. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure which slot it fit. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this would be a chest item, kind of. Cool. Well, there nice. you go. Nice. Fun That's stuff. awesome. Yeah. The pole, we already kind of described it, you know, has has the word on it. Oh, yeah, it's a pole collapsing. So you can do a command word and turn a one-foot pole into a ten-foot pole. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you just you, know, like you hold it and you, in lingual you say long and it becomes long. And then you hold it and you say in lingual you say short and it becomes short. I see. That's cool. That's interesting. That's awesome. That's why I give you disadvantage on that, because if you'd used that, it would have got rid of the disadvantage. Gotcha, because you just pull vaulted across. But you still would have landed on the room and well, exploded. No, as, as, as balance. Oh, it's for balance. Mm-hmm. I see. I mean, obviously, 10-foot pole, we know that yeah, has lots yeah, of yeah. uses, but that was right. kind of my yes. thought. Okay, fair. Very cool. Start calling you Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and a small chest. So the chest glows. I don't have a, a card for it because it's really just a sort of an enchanted chest. Okay. And so you recognize that like once you get rid of the enchantment on it, it's going to get big. And so okay. who knows what's in it. Ooh. It's not a magical chest itself. It's got a spell on it. It's that's keeping a it small. chest that's magically Once reduced. you undo that, it's right. gonna, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cast so a spell. Which is a spell the magic on it. Yeah, we get to dispel it. Okay. I don't have dispel though. Uh, for that patchwork cloak, when you take the patch off, does it go away permanently, or do you, can you reattach it? Uh, it goes away. Yeah, it goes away. Okay. Yeah. So and that's, I, I put it on the card too, so you can kind of scratch them off. Did you have a go. shovel yeah. on there? Uh, I do not. Okay. Why do you need shovels, man? Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop looking at my patches. Well, she's reading it in, Ling- in Elven to him, oh, so he knows which ones it. are which. She was like looking for a shovel. Right. She's like, and some of them, there's he, no shovel. Some on of them you can figure out because the, there's an image too, but like, it's oh, okay. obviously, it clarifies with the right, right. the lettering. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you read, but there's two mastiffs on there. Yeah, oh, was there? Really? Yeah, no, I saw that. Sweet, I love mastiffs. So yeah, she'll she'll take you back into the woods and show you the two dead bodies uh, of babies that were here. 
So you guys come up towards Lucan then? Yeah, we were, we were already at the camp. He was doing yeah. the ritual thing at the camp. Oh, you were? Yes, yes, yes. So we'd already be there. Look at the bodies, and I look at Lucan. How's everything going, guys? What did you do? <laughs> Two people attacked Zan. He defended me from ruffians. You need a defending from ruffians? They got a few hits in. They were actually very impressive. Why don't you just, I don't know, fireball, old person. Would you look at the burns on their faces? I already radiant exploded in front of them. Don't you people normally just arrest people? I mean, if they're willing to go two-on-one against a cleric, which I'm guessing she kinda will looks happen. At, you can see her look like a sourly at Lucan and just not saying anything. Hold, do you have any siblings? Shut your face. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. <laughs> well, that's certainly so a sore spot. What's this door you guys mm-hmm. found? What's going on? So there was a wizard's haunt underneath the Tower of Venifer. They found it. They proceeded through several puzzles and combats and found a wizard's room, like a laboratory of some sort. Uh, Relop found a few items of note, and we found its eventual end, and we made our way back out. Hmm. That's all. Everyone okay? Yes. Nothing a night's rest won't solve. Good. How good are the horses that they rode in on? Uh, they're worn a little bit, a little bit ragged, but they're yeah. they're healthy horses. I mean, you know, we'll get them. Get them kind of groomed a little bit, and they'll be good. Okay. We'll, we'll get them up to par. Yeah, we could take them to Prince Home and sell mm-hmm. them or hold on to them. Riding horses. Yeah. I was actually kind of curious about getting riding horses. I mean, horses you could keep them. You could keep them, and worst case scenario, you know, eat them for food. You know, whatever. Well, I was thinking of getting horses for riding up to the Pyrian Lands anyway, so this saves us the trouble. Ironically, I think that's the better find of the night. <laughs> I guess oh, we'll I'm... see once the chest gets opened. There's a chest? <laughs> <laughs> there is. Show him. Do you, <laughs> do you show me your chest? He, he, uh, he holds up this little tiny, what? little tiny toy chest. You know, like a looks like it belongs in a dollhouse or something. Lucan wants to grab it. He's like, "Is that real?" It is. It's enchanted to be small. We have to disenchant it and then open it. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Just crushes it accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> want to eat it? No. <laughs> <laughs> then it gets big again. <laughs> Anyway, let's eat and then get our standard watches going. We need to get going in the morning. Yeah, so there were some bandits that came up on us while you guys were out and about, so we need to keep our eyes open for the night. Sure, sure. All right, I'm going to cast alarm around the uh, area. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, standard watches, who's usually for, I usually go last, so whoever's wants first or second. I can do second. Okay. I'll do second with relapse, so... Uh... Hulk and looking at can have some bonding time. <laughs> That's probably a bad idea. Why don't I? <laughs> we'll see if Hulk comes back. Why don't you back and Hulk do the first watch? Me and Relop will do the second. Actually, I'll do the watch with Zan. Okay. So we'll have food and then crash. Unless sure. there's anything else. Specific yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing else overnight happens. Okay. okay. Yep. All right. How, yeah, how soon are you coming back for like food and stuff? Are you? Oh no, I went to the wagon. No, we were at the wagon, or we're oh. at the the camp, I guess. Or are you just staying in the wagon? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Hulk, do you want to do first watch? Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, cool. <laughs> Here's your dinner. Because I'm assuming you just sat there and pouted in the wagon for... Nice. How he gets mad at everybody in the party. I didn't actually... I, I'm saying... Dang it, you didn't say that? <laughs> no, I said, here's your dinner. I'm I'm saying it because I'm assuming you sat there and pouted and like you didn't actually say that you did. <laughs> Yeah, I don't eat it. Oh. 
Unless we have anything else that night, we'll just... On my watch, I eat the Hulk's dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lucan's going to do a lot of praying. Is there anything you want to talk to Zan about, or are you good? Um, I suppose maybe they just, you know, he asked questions about the dungeon and stuff, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? She'll tell you what happened, kind of coldly, a little bit. She's still writing, and you can tell she's, like, frustratedly writing. What do you, what do you, uh, you seem like you're frustrated, what's going on? I have a letter I need to write for someone in Prince Home, and I don't know how. You have a letter to write? Who are you writing to? Doesn't matter. Does this have anything to do with your secret envelope from <laughs> several weeks back? It has everything to do with the secret envelope from several well, months now. Hmm. Well, if you don't open up, I can't help you. <laughs> if you want to keep secrets, you can, but I think it's not a good thing to keep secrets between siblings. I don't think you would know how to help me. Well, you can try. All right. Has father courted you out at all? No. Then you can't help me. What does courting you out mean? (laughs) (laughs) Marry you off. (laughs) Ah, gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) That type of courting. All right, gotcha. Has father arranged something? Not exactly. You think he's planning to? Oh, I'm quite certain when we get back to Prince Elm, I'll be a topic of discussion at some point or another. Mm. Especially now that there's songs about us defeating Fairdwin and whatever else. Well, I hope that doesn't happen, Zan. <laughs> you say that like I have any kind of choice in the matter. She just keeps writing. I will talk to Father about it if that is his plan. Oh, yes. I'm sure he'll listen. We have other things to do, so hopefully he understands that. I need to ask you something specific, though, about our next path. Proceeding to the Pyrian lands. Okay. I see we have at least two options. One... Sorry. They want to know if they're, yeah, are if we they're hearing in on the this conversation. Or? No, this is the way you guys are sleeping. Um, it would be During by the fire. Life. I don't think she's being particularly quiet. She's not trying to like wake everybody up, but she's not talking under whispers. Well, we'd probably be talking while they're sleeping. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is like the middle of our shift. We're probably in the middle of yeah, your yeah. shift. Like, of our like, shift. So yeah. it would have been like For late, sure. late at night. Okay. For sure. I was going to say, uh, if you listen, you listen. As, as Hulk, I was going to try and sneak a peek at that journal. Oh. If Zan was sleeping. She was writing in her earlier. Yeah. We had a last watch. Yeah. Oh, uh, what you would see. So. I'm trying to think of what it would be. I'd be like. She's been, you see a ton of torn pages. Yeah. And then, yeah, you, you would see half written letters that the best way you could describe it would be that she's trying to break up with someone. Like she's trying to end a relationship that she says is like a mistake and shouldn't be happening. And, and it's like half written. And then there's lines crossed out and whatever else. And then there's just a ton of torn pages. Huh. So that's what you're... If you if you read it, that's what you read. Stick that back. <laughs> All right. So back to what we were doing. <laughs> so I see we have one of two options going into the Pyrian lands. One, we say who we are. We hope that with all of the attacks that they will be merciful and help us with this whole Shadowfell situation. Or two, we lie about who we are. We take on different identities, and we attempt to subterfuge our way all the way to Hearthstone. Zan, you know I would just tell him who I am. I'm not, I'm not worried about anything. Exactly, but you just made it sound like if we went up there as us, they would 
throw us in jail or worse. I don't know how we're going to be able to get them to understand us unless we lie. And I don't think you're capable of the level of lying it's going to take to get us all the way there. Do you want to come with us if we have to do that? I think I'm going to retire when I get back to Arizona. So. I actually think that's true. I, no, she, she's like very honest with you. She'll come to your show. She's like, I well, he think. Doesn't, he doesn't say that. Obviously. Well, no, but she. I mean, she. I think Father is going to immediately start grooming you to take over the family. He's going to find you a wife. He's going to make you settle down, and you are not leaving with us. Beyond that, I don't know if I'm leaving. If he has any choice in the matter. If he tries to stop me, I'm going to leave without his permission, but I don't I don't see you coming with us. I will have a talk with him. We have to investigate the return of Nock. So I, I can't settle down at this point. And he I would need, just send you I back to, to Lucidum if that's what he wanted. I need to be around you to protect you as well. Which means he's going to make me stay as well. That's my worry. Well, let's... Let's deal with it when we get there. Why don't you put your journal away and let's get some dragon chests in. Take our mind off things. I'm not in the mood for it right now. But she will put the journal away. And she'll just watch the fire. And that's really odd for her. <laughs> you know she'd play the drop of a hat usually. Alright. Anything else while we're on watch? Or we put some travel music on? Travel music. <laughs> Fast, fast travel. <laughs> There's too many enemies nearby. Couple oh, yeah. days, couple we don't have clearance days. for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get soon. Don't want HBO all up in our butts. Yeah. A couple days in, um, beyond that point, you're about, you're about at the halfway point. Yeah, from like five Brigham. days to Prince A couple days after that, you start to see more farmland. Um, a lot There's a lot of farmland along the way, but like it's very much becoming farmland as you get further north. And then you start to see the burnt fields, yeah, and just rolling hills of what you n- normally see of crop has been burnt to ashes. And you know you'd been told about it, but it's awfully hard to see some of the lands too. As you go, as you go, you know, a few days in from that point is definitely uh, Amastasia land too. Yeah, so, this is worse than I thought. This is exactly what I thought. She's riding one of the horses, too. I mean, she's going to, like, ride off into the fields a little ways up onto a hill to try to get a better vantage point mm-hmm. of where they are. Just let them go on the road for a little while, but she's going to drive off a sure. little ways, keeping them in sight, not getting out of right. sight or anything. So you driving the cart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is what I picture. Like, you and I are on horses. Mm-hmm. He's driving the cart. Mm-hmm. There's one horse latched to the back of the cart. Mm-hmm. It hogs in the back, chewing on a piece of grass he found somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then we can't see real life because he's too small. <laughs> <laughs> Probably still in the cart oh. doing stuff. You're Perfect. Still, you're still manhandling him like you were in the, you know. Yeah, I know, right? Came I was, around. He needs a pony. I was we worried he was going to fall. Yep, if I ride off a little way, she's just trying to get a good vantage point of all of the fields in a certain sure. direction. If she can try to find it. Yeah, I mean, and there's a few farmhouses and you know, yeah. things like that. And a couple of them actually are burnt. You can see yeah. a burnt barn from... The first hill you go, it's the barn went up with it all too. Mm. As you start going, you know, for the, for the rest of this travel, it just becomes more and more dark, you know, yeah. and just bleak landscape. You start to see graves too, just along the road, um, mm. just you know, mounds where they 
buried and you know when there was rock available there's rocks sort of piled up when there wasn't there's just mounds with possibly like a you know a sword sort of stuck in the in the top of the mound your uh reports that you had received did not make it sound this bad when they said they burnt all the fields this is exactly what i thought i thought i heard some of the fields not all of them lucan is mumbling to himself uh different prayers it's gonna be a long winter we'll have to figure out something well you can't do anything on that matter i'm gonna ask you a question do you still feel like a champion i didn't ever feel like a champion we failed we couldn't be everywhere if we weren't at lucidum what would faradwin have done yeah lucidum is pretty messed up too we failed there failed there we failed she just nods to all of that is trying this, to stop from crying is this you two up on a hill away from everybody i'm uh, assuming not no, right just up. On, on just on the horses, horses next yeah. to each other yeah probably yeah. a little ways ahead of us lucan says we did what we could do i don't think we're worthy of the song the song should be about albus that i agree with on the morning of the 20th of floventia you get within sight of prince Holm. it starts off kind of blue on the on the horizon this you know shape of the city and you get closer some of the fields start to become a little more intact as you get closer to the city it's probably easier to protect defend it yeah are the um, fields any better here like are any of the fields not burned closer yeah that's what i'm saying some, oh okay some of them yeah some of them are intact and there's a lot of camps along the road the closer you get to the city the more you see the people have sort of moved in towards the city and almost like little shanty towns along the along the road north from Briam. And as you get closer to it too, you can see on the skyline there are a few remnants of some, some fires that must have been going on in town. So a couple of towers. Nothing that oh my gosh, it's the you know, it's, yeah. it's not that sort of thing, but there's definitely some spots where you can see some scorching where they must have put something out or mm-hmm. something happened, presumably on night's day. But for the most part it looks intact. There's no big haze over the city or, any, or anything like that. And as you get closer to the outer walls, you actually hear, everybody's sort of surprised by it, but you hear this like... Like cheering? Yeah. From where? It's the arena. And nobody would really thought about it, but the last couple of weeks of Fulventia, Fulventia is it's the annual games. Um, oh. and so apparently the games are going on, which would also be a part of... It would be normal for people to come to the city hmm. during that time too. So there's a little comfort in that, in the sense that this is a kind normal, <laughs> this is a normal annual event that sure. seems to be occurring. And you know, when this happens too, for those of you that grew up in Prince Holm, you can hear the arena when it fills for this couple mm-hmm. of weeks. It uh, you can hear it from anywhere in the city. And these games are gladiatorial fights and chariot races and chariot races. Mm-hmm. Okay, they do a lot of executions too during that couple of weeks. Like they'll kill people in the in the arena or kill them at you know in gladiatorial fights. All right, I can't believe they're running them after everything. Things must be uh, pretty good, at least inside the city. Yeah, or it's a way to boost morale after everything that's happened. I agree. Distract the people. That's always a distraction. Still feels barbaric at this point. So as you come into town, there are city guard that stop you and just ask your business, and the twins, I'm sure, very quickly can show their papers and 
You notice that it is the city guard. You do see a few turnpike legion here or there, but it's mostly the actual city guard that seems to be patrolling. Okay. Which, again, is probably a good sign. So we'll keep writing in. Well, uh, Zan and I are going to need to go find our family. Sure. What do you guys plan to do? I have places to go. I'm going to just hop out. Hey, wait, before you run off, <laughs> how long do you want to plan on being here? A day? Two? We have to gear up to go to the Pyrian lands. We're going to need to do a lot of research of what we need to do up there, where we need to go, who we need to speak to. We should talk to people who have been there. We should talk to people who know the way, no contacts. We should figure out how we should dress, how we should move, speak, everything to make our way up there as easy as possible. Well, why don't we meet for uh, lunch tomorrow? Sure. What time of day is it that we're riding in? By the time you actually are having this conversation, we'll say it's 9 in the morning. Okay. I don't know exactly how much time it's all going to take to get ready for a trip that far, but it's a long travel, so we should probably restock. Well, we should know roughly how many days it is. It should be about the same from Lucidum to uh, Brium, right? So is that like a month and a half? It's probably twice that. So three months? Hmm. Oh, boy. That's big for us, too. All right. <laughs> We're going to have to make plans for stops and everything. It's This is more than just a simple expedition on the Lights Road. Lights Road is, is like this paved road. Yeah. You know, and that's not what you're going to find on the what's, first road. What's Lucan's favorite place to eat, like, to tell them to meet for breakfast or for lunch the next day? The Soldier's Cap. <laughs> Was that I here? I don't think Holg is very fond of so, that place. Yeah, where did you guys I don't go care Holg place. We went, to, <laughs> we went to Soldier's Cup a lot. Precious juiced flour. And we did that too. There's a place called the Angler's Anchor. Angler's um, Anchor. It's run run by a halfling, and it's basically a seafood market and restaurant on, uh, located at the River Docks. And I can I could see Lucan liking that. It's you know it's it's going to be good stuff, fresh stuff, but it's not going to be like super fancy or and it's not like some rough bar or something plus it's halfling based so we know that they'll love it right right well that, that might just be a little bit fun with that um and then plus he has an amazing name his name's larger little pot <laughs> so um, we spent all this you time figuring this out halfling names man and then if you're <laughs> looking for a for a place before i start so guys let's meet for, let's meet tomorrow at for lunch at the uh, angler's anchor uh merc i think you'll really like it Halfling makes some pretty good seafood. Seafood? Like fish? He catches the good stuff. <laughs> it's Prince Holm version of seafood. Oh. Great. Sounds good. I flip out of the wagon and just start down an alley. Stay safe, Hulk. Be good. <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> we'll do Zan. <laughs> we'll do Zan. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of trouble, Zan. It's just like the other guy. Lucan? Hey. <laughs> Just, <laughs> do you remember the other guys though with Will Ferrell and then he's got uh, uh, Ava Mendez is his wife yeah. is super hot not you then, not you yeah and then like Mark Wahlberg's like goodnight Tina and he's like alright goodnight he's like mm. not you you goodnight <laughs> he's like saying goodnight just to her and not to, <laughs> just ignoring him completely yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna message Holg real quick <laughs> cast message and tell him to remember the discussion we had earlier about our business dealings here. <laughs> I'm going to need a refresher. <laughs> he asked you to reforge some paperwork. You weren't there. You, you weren't in the message. You need to start the message with, okay, hold still. Stand still so you don't walk out of my range. <laughs> <laughs> what a pause. 
notes. So I'm just going to remind him about forged paperwork that I needed. Right. All right. Yep. You guys are taking your horse. We are taking the cart, my horse, and the one leading to Parliament House. Okay. That's so, it. so the twins are going together. Yes. Everybody else is just splitting up. Hold yeah. is going to do his thing. Those two are going to wherever they're going. We're going to Parliament House and meeting everybody for lunch tomorrow at this seafood restaurant. Okay. First off, so we know that you're going home. Yep. What's your plan, Hold? Since you are, you said you're going, but like, what are you? Where are you going? Uh, first thing I'm going to do is go find Hummel. Okay, so you're going to the market. Yep. Okay. And where, what's Relapse plan? I just want to know where we're headed. That'll help me figure out right, right. if there's an order we need to go here. Right. I'm assuming we're together, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I don't think we really have anything to do. I kind of want to go visit a blacksmith. Okay. I don't know that'll take very long, though. And then other than that, I just want to find a, a place to crash. It's not the soldier's cup. Yeah, um, I just have spells to transcribe, but other than that, I don't really have anything. Yeah, you need any leather or whatever it is that you need for that? No. Okay. No. So that sounds quick. Why don't we go to the blacksmith and tell him tell me what you need to what you're, what you're hmm. looking for there? Do you want to go back to the ironclad armory? Yeah, that'll work. I'm gonna ask my question. I think I know what the answer is. Okay. So you walk into this, and you know, this, remember this is the place with all the armor. Kind of a flashback of this armor animated. It was you know coming after you guys. The owner was named Atticus, and remember he kind of gave you a nod afterwards because you know, sort of appreciated the help, but he also was somebody that was very careful about people getting into his business. Kind of a tall, dark-haired man. Aren't we all tall and dark-haired here? Oh, yeah, that's another thing I need to do. I need to go to the... <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> need to go to a barber. I just look around and I just look for a salesperson or whatever. There's, yeah, there's a couple people that kind of serve that purpose. Sure. People hitting the there's a forge there as well, so there's people banging away at the forge. There are a couple people that are. Remember the last time you were here, Holg actually interacted with a guy that you guys later beat up in the streets because he was in cahoots with Derrett, the cultist. Sure, I'm sure to point all that out when I'm asking for my discount. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm looking for somebody that uh, specializes in um, magical equipment, I guess. Creation or upkeep? Let's go with upkeep. That would probably be within our speed. What do you, what have you got? Well, I have this Lucite greatsword, and uh, it's too fancy for me. I need it a little bit more uh, plain. A Lucite steel, right? No, it's like I show them, like change the the blade length on it. I just need a different hilt on it. I don't know if that's an option. Oh. So something a little less ostentatious. We could probably work on something like that. It might. Do you have a certain design in mind? You know, just a standard cross hill would be fine. Plain as plain would be best. Hmm. Would you allow us to make, look over the weapon since it is because it is an enchanted blade, correct? It is an enchanted blade. Uh, yeah, certainly, I hand it over as a longsword. Okay. Are you staying in town? At least for a day or two. If you were to leave it, leave it with us and check back tomorrow, we could let you know whether or not we'd be able to, to make that change without destroying the enchantment. Do I get anything for uh, collateral? I mean, that's not exactly... You know, no, but we're not going anywhere, and we won't charge you for the, for the assessment. Sure. Can I at least get a marker saying that you took the sword? Yes. Yes, absolutely. We can do that. 
All right, very well. Sort of a receipt of, yes, yep. I don't want to come back and be like, where's my sword? And they're like, we don't know. Yeah, so they, yeah, they they write something up and make, it's a very descriptive, it's overly descriptive. In fact, it's like this giant, like, description of the sword. It takes way longer than you want it to as they write it out. Yeah. All right. I need to go to the barber and then, you know, I'm free for the rest of the day. (laughs) All right. I did think of something. Sure, we can run that. Do we swing by the uh, library? Sure. The, the tin gold one. The first library. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we certainly can do that. All right. I'm a little annoyed. I don't have a plant in this time. Yeah. yeah. You're relative, relatively close to. It. I mean, you know, so the, with it's off the edge of the marketplace. It's it's what uh, kind of known as the the Prince Home University District, but it's like right on the edge of the marketplace. So you certainly okay. you know, remember it. Blue stone. Right, kind of, right. uh, circular windows, you know, ivy growing up the side. I want to walk in and talk to that desk clerk guy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, hi. Welcome to the first library. Thank you. How this may is, I ha- assist you today? This is lovely. We were out traveling. Mark's with you too, right? I think so, yeah. He has this sort of cool look on his face. He's trying to figure out how he knows you. I'm not going to even acknowledge it. <laughs> We've, uh been out on the uh, roads and we've tripped across this chest and I understand that it's magical but we don't have a way to get into it. Do you happen to have somebody that could help us with that? Well, that's not exactly our expertise here. Perhaps I could talk to somebody and see if they, they might know someone. Obviously a registered wizard would be able to do such things. Do you have wizards here? Well, um, there are wizards, yes. Do you have a registry of the wizards so we could track one down? Well, I no, I'm just a clerk in the library here, but... Does the library have the registry? It's a document. It's possible. I think what you might want to do is go to Unseen Servant. What exactly is the Unseen Servant? It's a oddity shop. It's church-sanctioned. And he says that like he's defending himself, right? Like, it's, it's church-sanctioned. But the gnome that runs that shop, I know that he's a light bearer. I know that he would be able to help with such things. Is it like a clock shop? Right, have I heard that name before? The Unseen Servant? Oh, uh, no, but, you know, where registered wizards could buy things like scrolls or potions or... And again, it's it's within the, the walls. Oh, that this shouldn't be an issue. And this yeah, is... walls. This is church sanctioned. Yes. The unseen servant. We kind of look around at anyone else that might be listening. Why would you just go visit a wizard and say, can you unspell this thing for us? Just worried about the wizard. I mean, whatever. The church has wizards? What do you think? Never mind. There's an organization called the Lightbearers. And he looks at Mark and he says, he's, he's not from here, as he, I can tell. He's been out in the sun too long. Hey, um... It's kind of a woodland type. It's his best quality, actually. You ever need a fresh rabbit, he's very reliable. He looks a little perplexed by that. Well, you've never had rabbit? You've never been robbed on the highway either, have you? More perplexed. I think we'll be all right. Okay. And this is truth sanctioned? Yes. Okay. Can they give us a writ or a uh, receipt showing that it's truth sanctioned? I would assume so. It's not my 
I just don't want to fall afoul of the law here. We are a respectable establishment here. We are not going to send you to some den of ill repute. Ill repute. All right, let's go. All right. See if we can't find this uh, unseen servant. Why don't we go ahead and cut to? Yep. Let's cut over to Hulk. So okay. Hulk, you're going through the the marketplace. Last time you were here, you had kind of were sort of sneaking away from people because they were looking for you. Yep. And you do actually see a few one posters in different spots. And a couple of them you're like, you get a little nervous because you're like, oh gosh, like that one kind of looks like me. And, you know, you read it and it's somebody else's name. Mm. I'd be sure to add mustaches and stuff to those. <laughs> and you do find Hummel. He's like, you see him sitting. He, he looks a little... A little ragged, I mean, more than usual. He looks a little thinner than the last time you saw him. Are there any, uh, like, food vendors mm-hmm. near me right now? I'll go grab a, a pretty healthy portion. I will actually purchase okay. a healthy portion. <laughs> All right. You've changed. Who are you? Man, Lucian's like I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> he looks poison like get with me. Really just, like, street food, probably, you know, like, right. five copper. You know, All it's right. not, nothing That's fine. fancy. And I go over and I offer it to Hummel. Okay. By the way, you know, in the background, you do hear still that, like the, the um, mm-hmm. to the east of town, the arena is still roaring. And so, in fact, the population of the city is a little thinned out. A lot of people must be there. Right. So there's not, you know, it's, it's easy to get around today. And he looks at you like, like he can't believe you're here. It's been a long time, friend. It has. You left town, right? I did. Yeah, made it to Lucidum. Lucidum. Had a, had a few things happen there. Nothing really big. What happened here? There was a lot of death. And he kind of gets teary-eyed and he says, I, I, I don't know exactly how I'm still here. Most of my friends are gone. What about Morex? He's still here. A lot of the people that worked for him are gone. There was a lot of cultists and sacrifice. It seems as though the official word on it is a little bit... They're not telling the whole truth, I think. Uh, that I can guarantee you. My percep- perception, we, I think the nobility made out okay. Yeah, they, but they always seem to. And those of us in the streets were kind of left to the wolves. House Hawkham has been moving out of the bower a little bit. Good to know. I Do you know anything about Nautic? I know that he's alive. And he I hear he that made he's it doing through well. Okay. It's become an interesting thing. I think that uh, you know I'm, I'm just a lowly human around here, but I think that it's been hard on the high orcs okay. in town. Do you think you got a way that you could get word to Nautic that I'm looking for him? Sure, I could c- certainly try to spread the word. Do that. I'll tell you what, I'm also going to give you something to help and if you can pass it on to Morex as well to help rebuild what you can. I'm gonna just give him like a pouch with fifty eight gold. He almost looks nervous, you know, he like holds it tight and like looks around like making sure nobody's don't let anybody else see it. (laughs) Like I said, just tell Matic I'm looking for him. Okay. And tell Morex to persevere. He's eating the food like he's he, it's the first meal he's had in a couple of days maybe right. and he you know, looks very grateful and 
just kind of hunkers down and starts eating and sort of holding himself together, like keeping the gold between his legs, you know. Right. And then I will, I'll start to head more towards the bower. All right. So we switch to Parliament House. So as you approach the front gates, someone comes to the to the door. You don't actually know who it is. Don't uh, recognize them? Hmm. Are they wearing the livery? Are they wearing Amastasha colors yeah. and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they are. And it's a human, which, you know, sometimes humans work for the family. And, sure. But, uh, Kill but it's definitely... <laughs> It's a, it's different. You're not used to just somebody showing up that you don't know is yeah. in your house. Yeah. And you announce yourself, and somebody else comes over, and it is somebody that you recognize. Okay. Just, you know, and it's one of the servants. It's nobody super note to you, but it is somebody you recognize. They recognize you, and they let you in. How secured is the house looking? Is there, like, a lot of guards everywhere? Does it look like it's... Um, been through a siege or anything? No, it it looks normal. Like okay. nothing, nothing looks any different about it. It's just that the some of the personnel, like as you walk through, some of the personnel has changed. Okay, it's possible that maybe they didn't make it through a night's day and they yeah. had to do some do some hiring or something. Does it look like they're more than normal? No, not necessarily. In fact, okay. it seems a little bit fewer. Okay, but it could also be again, <sighs> yeah, the the arena, yeah. and so it's hard to tell. Sure. As you approach the house, out of the front comes your parents, and when they open the gate, they announce that you were here, and so mm-hmm. they all come out, and they come down, the, there's a big big step leading up to sort of these manicured lawns on your way up, and they all come down, and your father has a smile on his face, which is kind of rare. Excellent. And he comes over, and you know, I'm assuming Lucan's gives him big hug and he gives him a big Big probably, slap on the back. Probably a bit teary-eyed because he was worried yeah. about him. And the yeah, and your mother comes down as well, and she's mm-hmm. it's very heartfelt. Like they're de- definitely very happy to see both of you and see that you're that you're well. And he looks at both of you and says, "So, I asked you to honor the family, and that's exactly what it seems that you did. We did our best, Father. We did our best. How did you hear? Well, I you know I've been." told lots of things through my connections, but Thorval has also been informing me of things. Did you hear there's a song? <laughs> I I have heard of the song. I have not actually heard the song. Yeah, it was a shock to us, but it's kind of neat. Zan, your mother, comes over and gives you a big squeeze. Yeah, how is she... What is was her response? Is she crying? Is she... Is there... What's um, her, like, she, emotional state? Yeah, she's definitely... She's teary-eyed, you know? Yeah. She's, um, she's always been pretty pretty collected she's yeah. she's good at sort of keeping the the facade of being together on things and so she's not one to throw around a lot of emotion but she definitely you feel it when she hug when she hugs you she's very very happy that you're there it's almost like she you feel her sort of sink as she how, holds you how is everything around here we saw the crops coming in yes well that's definitely our big issue is making sure that we have the grain for the winter and we've We've been discussing what that might look like. Yeah, through all of this, Santa's fairly stoic. She's not showing much emotion at all. She's, you know, doing the pleasantries and things, but doesn't seem to be trying, isn't reacting very much. Okay. He says, Tharaval, I'm sure, has spoke, spoken to you. Like, the, the understanding was that Tharaval had talked about the, the notion that maybe, maybe we'll need help, right? Whether that's from people out west i you know we'll have to decide what that looks like not a problem for now we have planned a celebration 
we're going to eat tonight as a family. Sariel is coming. Good. But tomorrow night we are going to, uh, we've invited people to, to celebrate our victory. And so I need you both to be here tomorrow so that we can, as a family, we are going to celebrate your part in Light's victory. And so we're hoping that you will be willing to, you know, at least stay for that tomorrow. We'll talk about where, where you're headed at beyond that. Absolutely. Say just looks to Lucan with this worried look on her face and then looks back to her mother. It's been a long ride. May I go to my room, please? She says, of course. And she'll just make her way past both of them. Uh, may we bring guests for the celebration? Or is it family only? Oh, no, of course. We've been hearing that you, your, your traveling companions were part of that whole deal. And we would absolutely, absolutely love to have your, your companions there. Excellent. We'd love to meet them. What did you say? It was tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Okay. Tonight's dinner with the family. Tomorrow will be the celebration. This will go well. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's going to be very interesting, huh? I'm not worried about these two. So your mother turns to you, Lucan, and says, has it been hard for Zanafia? She seems to be a little distraught. Yeah, I'm sure if you talk to her, she'll uh, open up to you a little more than she has been with me lately. But it's been... A very long couple of months, for sure, for all of us. Puts her hand on your shoulder, and she hasn't hugged you yet, so she kind of draws you in. Yeah, he hugs her back. She's very teary-eyed when she when she draws away from you. She kind of holds your face for a second too, and she says, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. So they kind of you know everybody goes back in, and there are servants moving moving here or there, grabbing things for you. They the stable take the horses to stable them. The place looks the same as always. Nothing's changed. It, you can tell that a party's being put together because there's yeah. extra purple everywhere. Right? <laughs> so, like, they've you know they've got extra tapestries and things oh. sort of set up. They're setting up a reception, you know, and there will be tables set up for food. And, you know, your mother basically says that she, she t- actually turns to Lucan on the way up and says, you're going to be excited because we're having honeyed dormouse tomorrow. <laughs> Which is a delicacy among the, the nobles. And so awesome. he's excited. Dormouse. Dormouse. <laughs> like actual dormice? Mm-hmm. Fried or something? Honey dormice. Yep. Huh. It's a, it's, it's a, a delicacy among the, the nobility. Excellent. It's kind of like one of those things like caviar, right? Like where like, yeah. if you give caviar to most people, they'd be like, gross. Ugh. But like for whatever reason, the nobility love it, you know? Because it's expensive and like rare that. and yeah. whatever else. Yep. Weird. Yep. <laughs> it kind of goes with the owl theme too. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, really. That's awesome. I was actually just thinking, like, a, a honey dormouse. Is that, like, a glazed chicken wing? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm hungry. Oh, so, my I'm good right now. You guys are just going to kind of hold up for the night, I'm assuming, right? That's kind of where we're Yeah, we're going to have the family yeah, dinner. Yeah, catch up yep. with the family. Sariel shows up. Sure. And we'll tell them everything. You don't won't say everything. much of anything unless she's asked. aghast by everything. Sorry, is yeah. just like, oh my gosh, you know. When you talk about Fairland, for instance, you go through the go through the whole spiel. Yeah, yeah Lucan gets quite excited when he's telling a story. <laughs> <laughs> Zan just lets it happen. Uh, unless Sariel or mother come and speak with her directly, she's not really sure. going to be very talkative. Sure. I mean, Lucan's not saying that he took her down or anything, but no. He'll tell, he's he'll definitely tell the story. excited about everything. Yeah, and talking these <laughs> guys up. Are you? Are you? He also does mention how Nock is out there, and we need to uh, 
figure out what's going on with that. Are you talking all of these guys up in like a very positive light in front of the family? Oh, I, no, I, we're, they're not there for that night. Well, no, no just talking I mean, about you're, them. you're telling, retelling the story. Are you speaking oh, yeah. of them very highly? Oh, yeah. So that the, when they show up tomorrow <laughs> and meet them for the first time, they have a good opinion of them? I mean, I talk about how Hulk's rough around the edges, but... Sure. <laughs> try to, like, you know, let them know that he might be a little bit of a pill tomorrow. <laughs> that would be something she would chime up about to defend Hulk from possibly any negative stuff that uh, Luke might be saying about him. Well, do you say anything negative? Just rough around the edges of being aggressive. So he's rough around the edges, you know, that type of thing, like most rogues. He's a victim of his circumstance. He couldn't have been any other way. He had to do it to survive. Just kind of how she'll... Yeah, him and I butt heads. Personality difference. The family is not really, like, addressing the obvious, like, standoffishness of Dan at this point. Maybe, Maybe they will, but at this point they're sort of feeling it out. Fair enough. We, let's go to the unseen servant. Yeah. So it's uh, at the base of Cathedral Hill. So you're going inside the the inner wall, and so I, as you pass by that, you do see the the living mural, and you can see that you know the little burnt towers are now burnt on the mural. Right. This little image of the skyline. Right. Relatively unassuming little building. Go on, kind man. of a cottage in structure. And there's seven Padrax holding up the robe, trying to pretend to be one person. <laughs> Muppet style. <laughs> there's a gnome there. He's got a very large nose. Okay. Larger than your average gnome nose, in fact. Right. Got kind of big ears as well. He's just really sort of extreme in his features. Do I recognize... Is he a woodland, is he a woodland gnome? Or? No. He's mm-hmm. coming home, and he's got kind of green robes that kind of have some. Uh, he's it's got some patching on it, so on, on like the elbows and things, it's got some kind of yellow patches. And looks at the two of you, and in common says, "Hello, welcome to the Unseen Servant. My, uh, I am Magus Eldog at your service." You notice on the behind him, there's a black cat that kind of walks across right. the counter. Yeah, and Tucker's not anywhere to be seen. Okay. I understand you're a licensed wizard, is that correct? Oh, yes. Yes, I am, by the, by the light bearers. Okay. In our travels, we'd tripped across this adorable little chest. Oh, that is adorable. May I? May I? Yeah, we'll hand it over. Looking at it. You think he's going to rattle it for a second? And right. He, you know, but he, he's just kind of like shifting the weight a little bit in his hands. Mm-hmm. You make it on adorable. I don't like adorable. (laughs) We uh, ran across somebody who said that it may be magical. Oh, it yes, certainly. Yes, I I think it definitely is. If you give me a couple of minutes, there's a couple of stools there if you're interested. But I'll take a look and see what we're dealing with. Yeah, that'd be great. I look around the shop. Anything else of note? He's got some potions, he's got some scrolls packed away and things. Like, he does it's not all where you can, it's all behind him, you know. So he's got this big sort of counter, and then right, he's got all right. these little nooks where he's got things stashed. A few bound books. I am not looking at any of that right now. I 100% am. Like, is there anything that draws my interest, or I think Relop would be interested in, besides the scrolls? I mean, you could def- yeah, you could definitely see that there are some scrolls that are, you do see he actually has a few Mother's Milk. You know, which would be something you would recognize. 
they're kind of sitting in a crate with some straw underneath them. So, ten minutes or so go by, and he says, Oh, I see. Yes, yes, I see what we're dealing with. So, I should probably warn you, I think that from the, the dimensions of this thing, and I look at, the, you know, I can see the key, the, the little key hole there. You know, he sort of shows you squint the real hard on it. Ah. I'm afraid this is a pretty big chest. It's a pretty small, it's a... I'm, no, I mean, when, when I take the enchantment off of this chest, I'm afraid it's going to be pretty big. I'm afraid that you would not want it to just enlarge here. I don't know that you'd get it out of here. Okay. But it's a tiny chest. Well, let's just get past that. Like, can we make it small again? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's possible. I, I don't really have, have the means to do that myself, I could, but I could disenchant it. I could make it larger for you. I could dispel the enchantment. Oh, it it's got an enchantment size. on it that what I'm, what I'm saying making is making it small. What I'm saying is that you're, you're going to have an issue with not being able to move the chest. Even with this large man here, I'm afraid that you... Like, how big is it going to be? Is it going to be like a horse? Well, no, no. I mean, it's, it's a large-sized trunk of sorts. But I'm just, you know, depending on what's inside of it, you may, you may have a little trouble moving. And what I'm, I guess, really, if we want to get down to it, I don't want this chest in my shop when it's big. I don't want to have to deal with the fact that there's a chest in the middle of my shop. I understand. Why can't we just make it small again? Well, that would take a spell that I don't have access to right now. Do you know what spell it is? I have my suspicion, but I would have to do some studying, which I don't know that that's exactly my service here. Sure. What's your best guess? Well, it's some sort of enlarge or shrink spell. I don't, I don't know what, what you know, details I can give you about that. All right, oh, I'm just a guy that carries a sword. Are the of the chest shrunk down as well? Yes. So when we undo the enchantment, the whole thing, you know, whatever's inside would go to their normal size. Can you tell what's inside before we unshrink it? I cannot. Can we tell if it's magical inside? Mm-hmm. No, because the enchantment is would be sort of in the way. I see. How much for that mother's milk back there, by the way? Oh, mother's milk? It would be uh, 50 gold. What if we were to remove the enchantment, like, on a cart? You would bring a wagon up and I could undo the enchantment in the streets? With a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. With a cat and a bat. Are there... Do they have handsome cabs here? There's coaches, cabs. They're not handsome cabs, but there's... Is there a cart we could rent? Sure. How much would it cost to... Have you removed that enchantment? Oh, for that spell, it kind of runs through these. I think a fair price would be 75 gold. That sounds reasonable. Can you do that now if we go grab a... Certainly. I pull out one pink pearl and can you make change? It rolls around in his fingers for a second. How about you throw in a mother's milk with that and the disenchantment for that pearl? Fair enough. Deal. I'm going to go see if I can't hail a carriage or something to put this on. All right. So, for sake of brevity, you go get yourself a cart. Probably rent a, you talk somebody into renting you a cart for two gold. Say like, I'll get it back to you in an hour, right? And then roll it up. You put you put the chest in the middle. It's just, it looks kind of ridiculous. It's a sort of flat, right? Thing. Tiny little, little chest in there. the middle of it. He comes out and he, he like you're expecting some sort of like big ritual or something. And he right. goes and this thing goes mm-hmm. and it is it's a big chest. Like the thing is the, the chest itself is probably like eight like pounds. a card table like it's size or thing. It's about the size of this table. Like right it here. could serve as a coffin for for you. Oh, you know, like it's 
pretty big. Oh, deal. all right, we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Morbid. If you keep asking me questions, quit foreshadowing. Oh, quit foreshadowing. <laughs> Can we unlock it? Is it locked? It is locked. Excellent. <laughs> you so, both stare each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Crowbar or hammer? How, how, how nice is this chest in its enlarged form? Mm, it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty hefty chest. Did I recognize what uh, what he cast? Uh, dispel magic? Yeah, that's you assume it's some sort of dispel. Okay. Alright. Thank you. That's not a oh. small chest. I see where your concerns were. Walks off with his pearl and goes back into the shop. Now I gotta find Hulk. Handing you your mother's milk. Surprised they oh. just didn't show up in that thing enlarged. Like, hey guys, <laughs> what's going on? Or pops out of the chest. That yeah. Would be <laughs> yeah. My plot oh, sentence was tingling. <laughs> yeah. I have a lock to pick. And goes running off, <laughs> arms flailing above his head <laughs> <laughs> into the darkness. Well, we know where he's going to be tomorrow morning, but in theory, I mean, do we really want to drive the wagon thing? for? An hour. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go get a, a hotel, in whatever the term is, and then um, return the cart, and then uh, worry about finding a hole at that point. Is this something that we're going to be able to schlep to a into an in room? If we pay them enough, they'll do it for us. I suppose. All right. Yeah. Let's go find a room someplace. We open it up and it ends up being some ancient chamber pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a wardrobe. It's just full of clothes. You, you find a place called the Boniface Inn. Boniface Inn? It's run by a, a kind of ancient old man. He'll help you with it. He's wiry. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got, got grandson. He'll carry it. He's got a great grandson. Rail thin. He has sort of big you know, cheekbones uh, sort of sticking out. Snap. Alright. Uh, how much for the room? Uh, it's a golden eye. Okay. Does he know anyone that could help us move this? I mean, like, how heavy is it? Can I move it? Like, uh, you would need help. You and one other strong person could could move it. It's, it's you know, it's not un- immovable. It's just a big old hefty thing. Yeah. You you could find somebody. He he basically finds some one of the patrons. You know, the, in the tavern, <laughs> this big old this right. big old kind of heavy set guy goes, "I'll do it for you. I'll do it for a drink." Done. Deal sold. Are you trying to get it into a, a room? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's so okay. halfway up the stairs, he's like, "All right, two drinks, two drinks." <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> also, you guys are getting robbed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's locked. They and it's like nearly un, you know unmovable. That's true. All right. Once we get up to the end uh, or up into the room, I'm gonna go ahead and transcribe the spells from the robe. Uh, I also make sure the guy gets his two drinks and then uh, call it a night. Oh, you're actually doing the spells right? Do you have the, the materials for all that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Remember, I got I got a whole pile of them from uh, the in Lucidum. What's the name of the something there? something tannery? Yeah, got burned down. Anyway. The cow, something the cow, bovine, the divine bovine. <laughs> Was it from the? Furline Life, the before birth. Yeah, that's you it. Thank you. Gotcha. Thank you. Gotcha. I remember you getting. We got there. It. <laughs> it was a long walk, but we, we figured it out. I like the divine bovine. I'm gonna yeah, use right. that for something. That's good. Even rhymes. All right, so the, yeah, so you. What's those? Are you, are you uh, I'm just gonna do all mm-hmm. of them if I can. What are the, the rhyme um, though? Just the so. whole person, mirror image, and sleep. 
Okay. Those are good spells. Yeah. That's a good little catch right there. So, all right. So these guys are, 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 you know, sort of set up for the night. Those guys are set up for the night. Oh, this is the point. I'm going to go to a barber and get my hair cut and beard shaved and stuff, but... Okay. Yeah. Hold, you have a pigeon fly down next to you. (laughs) (laughs) Is that normal? Little message on its leg. Okay. And it just has an address on it. Natick's his street name or his nickname is basically Natick the Pigeon, right? Right. So you you know you know exactly what this says. Excellent. Okay. And you were already heading into the bower. You actually just had well, you know, actually what you had just walked into the the Goblin's Head, which is a tavern that you that you have been to before. You you had sat down and ordered a drink, sort of saw the pigeon sort of at the windowsill and recognized that it had that and sort of walk mm-hmm. over. So the address is within within the bower. It's relatively close. Okay. I'm going to take a slight detour. I'm going to pull the hood of my cloak up, and I want to go past and observe my parents' house. Oh, okay. Just walking out around outside? Yeah. I, I, I want to see if they're home and observe them if they are. When you first, so I guess I guess the big question is, what time of day are we looking at here, right? Like right. You, you know that your father would be working. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, kind of a laborer in the yep. town. So if you want to kind of just wait out a little bit and kind of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna linger a bit just to get okay. like a feel. Kind of hang out at, till dusk, mm-hmm. and you actually do see your father. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna approach him. I just want okay. to observe. Kind of keeping your distance. You got your hood up, and so okay. he doesn't seem to notice that you're there, but he coming in with his and he's got some sort of work gloves that he's sort of finally taken off as he walks into the you know it's a pretty small little cell that they live in within this within this building but he he looks okay like he doesn't look as though he's you know he doesn't look any thinner he doesn't look like he's taking any injuries or anything like that all right was uh my mother already home once once he goes in you maybe move a little bit closer and you kind of listen and yeah, it seems that she's been in there. You just didn't see her come out. All right. I take a pouch with 100 gold, and I just write a note, and I just say, sorry to disappoint, and I leave the 100 gold, and I sign it H, and I just tie it to the door handle and continue on to go meet up with Natick. So you go to this address, and it's actually a, an apartment within, within a larger building. And it's kind of, you see a lot of these in this part of town where you're going to enter through almost like an alleyway into a courtyard. And then within that courtyard, there's there's a bunch of different families that live along, you know, on different levels within that. So there's, and that's kind of how you grew up too. So there's, there's probably a dozen families that would live within this little building. And so I'm assuming you just go through the little alleyway, walk, yep. walk on in. And when you walk in... You can see there's a bunch of sort of catwalks, you know, where there's, where there's well, walkways, where there's apartments that would be along there. And there's a bunch of high orcs standing up there, and they've got crossbows, which is not normally what you would expect. It's all high orcs. You do actually see one gnome sort of in the middle of all of them, and he's got a crossbow too. And kind of stand there for a minute to wait, wait and, you know, I guess see if they address you. And they actually like kind of turn the crossbows on you. 
So you're being covered by a bunch of different crossbows. <sighs> I'll pull my hood back. Yeah, that's a that's a warm greeting, guys. <laughs> there are a couple of people that you recognize, but most you know most of them are kind of new to you, or you know just people you're not really really familiar with. It's a pretty densely populated section of town, mm-hmm. so it's pretty normal that you wouldn't know everybody. And you do see Linos up in the mix. Oh, but he's got a crossbow pointed at you, right? And then as they're saying, you know, they're all sort of saying, and it's weird. It's like this weird, long pause with all these crossbows pointed at you. And then you see Natick kind of come out behind a couple of them. They sort of move out of his way, and he's standing up above you. He's got his, he's gray skinned. He's got these red sort of searing eyes that, that, uh, that you're used to. And, you know, he's never looked like, you know, he's not super like, happy smiley guy but he definitely looks dour like he's he looks hard and he says so Holg returns hi I didn't really need the welcoming party but I appreciate your attention a couple of pigeons sort of fly around inside (laughs) you recognize that there's poop all over around where Mm -hmm. you're standing too and you're like oh no (laughs) great so We've been hearing these songs about the orc page. Yeah, it's a farce. How exactly did we end up running with nobility? I owed one of them a favor. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah, strangely enough. So, Hoag, I want to remind you that you're not some orc page or some nobility. And I would like to remind you that you are a criminal... Like the rest of us. And you think I forgot that? We're wondering. So here's what you're going to do for us. Alright, let's, let's hear what you got to say. My sources say that you will be at a party tomorrow. It's news to me. Well, I'm make sure you're at the party. And since you're hobnobbing with these nobility, we need you to get some information for us. Such as? We need financial information. Somewhere on that grounds, there's going to be some sort of den or office or something in which they keep their paperwork. And we want these, we want some information about these, about this family. We want some information that we can use. Why? If you had been here the last two months, you would know why. And he just sort of sears through you. Like, this guy's definitely changed. Right, right, yeah. I thought you guys, like, I heard rumors that you guys were all leaving town anyway. Where would we go when we have all this? That's what I heard. You guys were packing up. Unless maybe I misunderstood that, and maybe you guys are expanding? Maybe expanding out of the bower. Right. A pigeon flies down to you, and he says, hold out your hand. Hold it out. Stone drops into your hand. It's kind of a red polished stone. It's about the size of a like a plum. It says I'm gonna be needing that back, but I need you, you to use it first. I need you to find financial information, specifically dealing with grain, because that's what those owls do. Find some information, and that's that's called a scribing stone. Have you ever heard of one of those? I'm not familiar with it. 
you're gonna you're gonna put it on whatever document you find. You're gonna say the say the word, whatever that is, and then you realize that the like the thing's got this paper wrapped around it too. So you mm-hmm. grab grab this paper, and it will collect the information. You bring it back to us, and then you're in good with us. If you don't do this, please remember, we know where your family is. For the record, those are dangerous threats to be making. You recognize that Linos like has a look of like mortification on his face, right? Like this guy's definitely like you. You can see him like reacting to what's happening, but he's still holding this crossbow. At you, Natic doesn't give you anything. He yeah. Says this is where we are, buddy. Well, welcome home to me then. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, on the floor.com for more great gaming content. I mean, for one thing, Zane doesn't use her sword that much, and Lucan, you know, he kind of like goes nuts and does his thing. He kind of <laughs> berserks. Sometimes, right? It's only sometimes. <laughs> you guys are painting a very negative picture. Is he a barbarian or a paladin? I can't tell. <laughs> I know how to possess <laughs> I learned it by watching you. Jeez, murder monster. Yeah. Well done. I mean, somebody tried to murder my sister. I yeah, no, I... I think I'm justified. No, she did No, I... She was just trying to pull the punches and let one of them go and just... Like, re- reform your... You're supposed to be the hero. Reform your life of crime. <laughs> You're just like, murder the world. You made your fatal mistake. I am judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> what did you think of my riddle? I'm not, I don't even like I riddle. guess I Which didn't, one? I didn't understand what that meant. Did, did they guess it right? Like because of the reach being far, like the hole being deeper? Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and the, yeah, so like, yeah. That's, so okay. the idea was that like right and far, right? Okay. And if you look at it too, when you look at the first three words and read them down, it tells you to put them together. To get her mm-hmm. together. Oh, together. So like there's a few things going on there. Yeah, I figured there was multiple angles well, was to that and we just guessed. order of it? It was one, two, three, but they all had to go on the right instead of okay. throughout. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I was very proud of that. Came over the way. Nice. Yeah, good nice. job.